Copyright. Oh, shit. No, it's like happy birthday. That's like free domain, right? I, I, maybe. <laughs> Either way, we're live. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, nope. Man, this is all before I had my coffee. Y'all in trouble today. Man, be careful. Oh. Go. Soul just waking up. Walt has updated his PS5. Yeah, but Soul's still rebooting. You still hear the windows. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all, y'all gotta give me a second, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, man. Get your Gatorade up. Get your little fresh glasses, freshly squeezed orange juice. Let's get all in there, man. Man, I should have. I should have. <laughs> Go get it right now. We. It's okay. <laughs> Go get it right now. Yeah. Get your little napkin too. <laughs> no, we're good. I just, I just gotta slap myself a little bit, and then we're good. You know? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. You choke yourself a little bit too, there, buddy. Whoa. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh no! What sound is the morning? What's called right. that? Self or auto asphyxiation or something? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ni Nippon. That's the Japanese name for Japan, right? Yeah. Hey guys, uh, congratulations on uh, hitting 100 subscribers. That's right. Uh, Hell yeah, buddy! Congratulations, Walter. Thank you, Walter. Appreciate you. You did a great job, Walt. Thank you all. Shepherding this podcast all on your own. Hey, man. Yeah, great hasn't job. been easy, but with the help of the Academy, anything's possible. That's right. Let me switch. Let me switch right. to this. Um, How's the go. audio sound? About check right now. Let me yeah. take a look. Yeah, how do we sound? Damn, I don't know what happened to your audio, but it just like magically got better. Yeah, man, I, I don't know either. It's crazy. Um, uh, let's see. Let's keep organizing, baby. What's the next category? We got Japan games, uh, or anime games, rather, or just Japanese games. Uh, let's do Resident Evil. A whole world folder just for Resident Evil. That sounds good, right? Uh, we are good. We are good. Well, you may just need to lower your mic just a tad. Just a tad. Let me know how that sounds. <clears throat> Say it again. Macho. Let me know how that sounds, Macho. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Okay, brother. <clears throat> you actually All sound right. level. You actually sound uh, appropriate. Sound like a... Yeah, you actually sound like a normal human being. Like a, like a hunk. I sound like a hunk. Not like not, not like a screechy monkey. Not like a, like a, no, not, I, I, there's, a, there's a monkey in 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 no like a chimp, like an actual chimp. So actually, Macho, what what do you think? He should turn it up a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. How, how's that? How's that sound? Go to again. Estamos aquí, estamos en el en el Twitter sin sense. There you go. There you go. Oh my god. Okay, so speaking speaking of Spanish, guys, I let <laughs> I let <laughs> I let someone down yesterday, man, at the oh. at the tax collector's office. My Spanish is so rough, man. Uh this guy who didn't know how to speak English was like he was looking for something with like his license and uh he asked me, like he asked if I if I spoke Spanish, I told him a little bit. 
and he was like uh basically like do they handle like uh he was looking to do something with his license there and then he was wondering if they handle it at that location and uh i said oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, uh there's like a little like screen that you have to tap to like you know uh set up uh like what kiosk you're gonna go to or whatever mm-hmm. and um totally pressed the wrong one and then after it went back to the home screen it literally said in red letters like no driver's license here (laughs) 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 i went back to him i was like oh shit like hey they don't do uh licenses here in spanish or they don't do licenses here at this location and uh you know, he just well, he didn't understand like why and he kept like talking to me i had like no i, I was just lost <laughs> i was like yeah. i just kept repeating like no license here <laughs> in spanish no license no licencia no basically yeah oh man that's yeah, rough a little, a little Poor down guy. yeah Poor guy. but we we got it we got him situated at the end but god damn dude it's bad. You're just fully embarrassed of the fact that he didn't know Spanish at that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, I hear you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys. Anyway, uh, let's let's get started with episode seventy-one of the Dual Shock and Sense podcast. Uh, I am your host, Soul, connoisseur of anime wife, who is joined as always by my two co-hosts. We have Macho here. How you doing, man? Doing good, brother. Doing good. Happy one hundred subscriber anniversary. Um, that's not really that's not, a thing. That's, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Stand down. Happy I get to customize the URL now for YouTube oh, channel. Man. You, you're way too hyped for that. Way too hyped. <laughs> Listen, man, I love the customization options, you know. Um, so I'm glad we get to finally indulge in this. Uh, we did it, boys. Now the road to a thousand. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> let's, let's say like, uh, baby steps. Uh, let's say 200. All right. 200. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. You're right. You're right. But, I'm, <laughs> but I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Excited to be here. Nice. Nice. We also got Walt here. How you doing, man? Howdy, y'all. How you doing? We're we're playing games. We're organizing folders. In. We're celebrating 100 subs. Come on, man. Just just because we're at 100 subs doesn't mean you get to act a fool. All right, man. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much, y'all, for for your for your help, for your patronage, for being for being here, listening to us. I sometimes talk a lot of shit, but sometimes we bring the good stuff, the good news, the good takes. Sometimes they're good takes. Not many times they're good takes here. I don't. I don't know if these two have good takes. I mean, I don't know if that'll ever be a thing. But man, yeah. seventy-one episodes. You still can't figure that out. That sounds like a you problem. Oh, hey, yo! It's my time to talk. <laughs> Who told you to talk, huh? I'm sorry. Thank you. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> excited to be here. Excited to play, uh, uh, talk some games. This is a eventful week. I think it was a, a, an eventful week, a game week, and movie week. <laughs> I'm excited, y'all. <laughs> How about you, Jay? How you doing, Jay? How you doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, That's just, just, yeah, just multitasking here, but we're good, man. We're good to go. Um, yeah, man. So we got we got a lot to talk about this week. Obviously, a lot happened. Uh, so yeah, we got a great show planned for you guys. I uh, want to remind everyone to uh, go ahead and like the podcast, share it out, continue subscribing, man. 
continue subscribing. Uh, I like I like seeing that little number go up. All right, um, but <laughs> get them uh, all. He loves it. Hey yo, hey, yeah, I'm that's sorry. my kick. That's my kick, man. That's my kick. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, man, we're gonna get started by talking about uh, what what we've been doing this this past week, man. Uh, so who wants to kick it off? Uh, I want Maju to kick it out because he's. I bet he's played a lot more of Life Alive than I have, so I want to hear about that. I love, I love how, I love how we just like suggest other people to go first instead of <laughs> instead of us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the antisocial in all of us, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll head out. I'll, I'll do it first. Um, yeah, I mean, this week has been more Live Alive than in Final Fantasy fourteen. Just really just grind it out in Final Fantasy fourteen with the, the new like event quest that goes on every time there's a new patch. And the other thing has been um what was the other? Um Oh yeah, I've been watching a lot more Young Justice actually. Yes, so sir. I've been watching more of that. Game more into season three, uh since I kinda like pit stopped like a while ago. And I'm sorry, I just restarted it back up and it's still kinda like it really is not sentimental, I'll say, but it's like it's, it's like really like nostalgic. It feels like whenever you see like these characters are all grown up and kind of like yeah. doing, you know what I mean? Like it's seen Nightwing like like a man, like he's a man's man. He's fully buffed now. It's like it's kind of like whoa, this dude's like a little kid like two seasons ago. What's going on? And then and then, and then you watch him in the, in the new Harley Quinn season three, and he's <laughs> he's a total fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, I watched the first two episodes of that. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's like, I feel like my voice is dark enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm watching the Harley Quinn Young Justice this, this past week as well. <clears throat> I binge all of season two, like last Saturday or Sunday or something like that. Um, and it was still a really good watch. Well, you got to get on Young Justice, man, especially on season two. Like I watched like 16 episodes in one day just because I was just going through the entire second season. Sheesh. It was really good, man. Like even just on a rewatch, I was just like really enjoying it. Um, but yeah, the past the past week has been mostly have been live alive. So I I got about like what twenty hours? Yeah, a little under twenty hours into this game. On the final scenario, at least the final character, and then you go on to the final scenario where all of them are kind of joined in. Um, and so far, it's amazing. I, I feel like it's like really like a sleeper hit of a of a game for this year, along with like Triangle Strategy for JRPGs. This game definitely has its influences like for, for you know jrpgs are going to come afterwards like the chrono triggers even final fantasy 6 like there's a big like you can tell final fantasy 6 was definitely inspired by like a game like live alive from back then snes or whatever it is because this game just is really really good the gameplay is really fun and really uh what's the word i want to use flexible when it comes to different scenarios you're doing because uh, a lot of the characters you're playing has a different abilities so you get to really like strategize around like what abilities they can use and how to really influence the battle grid so that you can win every battle and stuff like that. And it's really interesting how versatile it really is, um, especially for like seven or eight characters. Um, but as far as the stories go, I feel like they're they're very short to the point, but some of them could around like three, two to three hours. So while you can really like blast through a lot of these stories like within a day, but um. It's it's I, I wouldn't even recommend that because it's one of those games where you want to take each story sort of do you want to take its time because you want to really like revel in like the kind of like story is trying to tell and in the characters and everything like that up and all of them are really interesting and varied like the one that I just finished the other day 
was the distant future and this one's you're just playing as a robot and i thought like to me this is one of the last ones i wanted to do i was like oh, i don't want to do no futuristic one that sounds really boring but the story in this story the story like in this chapter for this character was actually really good um it was actually super heartbreaking i was like oh god this is actually getting to some pretty dark place it had like a little bit of aliens character in it um it had um very melancholy tones along with the entire story so like it was way better than i was expecting it to be which is really nice um the one i finished yesterday before bed uh was the imperial china uh story and this one was again very by the numbers kind of story simple story but complex characters like we kind of talked about with god of war where just a, a master kung fu uh martial artist artist that wants to pass down his skills to disciples so he ends up recruiting three different people and then the story falls along, but it gets very heartbreaking very quickly. And it gets uh, really good. It gets very ins- inspiring, hopeful, kind of like a good kung fu action movie. So um, I'm very surprised by these stories and how well they're told and how, I guess, sort of timeless they are. It's a remake, but it's also like based on an older game. So the inspiration was already there. But I'm very surprised. I think this game is uh, absolutely amazing. And um, it's 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 a great JRPG to play right before the big big meaty boy that is Xenoblade Chronicles Three that I keep hearing about, which I have not played yet. I still I, I don't have it. I'm I'm getting it on Monday, but uh, other than that, yeah, I've been playing Live Alive and Fabio's Fourteen. So that's just about it. It's mostly JRPG goodness this past week, which is great. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's great to hear that you're, that you're uh, getting back into uh, Young Justice, man. Yeah. That's dope. I'm yeah, no, it's, to hear it's what really you good. Think about uh, about season four when you eventually get into it. Because uh, yeah, like I just I just started the Zat- uh, Zatanna arc, and yeah, her stuff is also like really really cool. Zatanna, 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 Zatanna. No, I'm excited to see what you think about it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really just kind of reveling the fact. Again, I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact these characters are kind of like all grown up. And yeah, it's, dude. it's, it's weird, especially for Archer, or not Archer. I'm sorry, Artemis. Um, yeah. Just seeing like her being like a woman, <laughs> like it's, like, it's still weird to me. I'm just like Jesus yeah, man, she, Christ. She's a, she's a baddie, man. She's a baddie. <laughs> like oh. she, like she's a woman, and to see her kind of, um, uh. Not in like in a depressed state, but more just like in a really like melancholic state after what happened in season two. Yeah, dude. And and living with uh, Will, I'll say. Yeah, I think I think it's really yeah. smart that they found. It feels like season four they really found a balance between like, because I think season three the big problem with that season is like the focus on the outsiders, and it's like, sure, like a lot of them is cool. Like I like, I like Violet. Um, I like. Tara, um, you know, obviously Beast Boy and, and Blue Beetle are, are cool, and, and Wonder Girl are cool, but it you barely got to see people like Artemis and Nightwing and Superboy and Miss Martian, and I think season four, there's a nice balance where both of those groups are a little bit, like, they intermingle a lot more, and there's definitely a lot more focus on, like, the main group from season one with, like, the outsiders sprinkled in, like, with, with them. Like tagging along with them and, and stuff like that on missions. Okay, um, good. So, so yeah, so I think there's definitely like it definitely feels like it's it's more of a continuation to season one with those original characters. Um, so yeah, I, d- I definitely think that there's a there's a nice balance between that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for for you to get there for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it's gonna be a fun ride for sure. Um, again, this show's amazing, so we'll all get on it. <clears throat> and um, I think the last thing I'll just mention was uh, uh, Saturday we actually went out for some karaoke bar or karaoke and Korean barbecue, which was amazing. It was a ton of fun. Uh, we came back. I was on the train and I see the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer, mm. and I, I throw on my earbuds. My girl's listening to her own podcast. On, you know, on her way back home. I just put the volume on blast. I just watch the trailer and do like I'm on the verge of tears. Like this trailer, and I, I, I'm trying not to be hyperbolic here. Like truly, genuinely, this trailer is like one of like the greatest trailers for a movies I've seen. That's what a lot of people are, are saying. Yeah, yeah. It's it, and it's not just it, there. Really, is like an art form to trailers too, man. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah. I I respect a good ass trailer. Yeah, and you this can is feel, you can feel the characters mourn and, and and grief in this in this trailer. It's a very, I'd say it's the most emotional trailer that uh, Marvel has had uh, thus far, and I think it's a very respectful trailer. I think the the only thing that I've seen people you know <clears throat> disagree with on the trailer. I mean, it's not even the trailer itself. It's the fact that he's not being recast, which a lot of people wanted that. But that's not even an issue with the trailer. It's just the, the how the movie is going to turn out to be, you know. Decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, yeah. I mean, everything combined with it—the visuals, the like, the mood, the tone—and that's music. one thing I always respected about Black Panther. Um, it was one of my favorite movies from from you know that year when it came out in February. Yeah. Um, but the what I always respect, respect about it—it like it really stuck to his own tone, its own kind of flavor. That it's not just a part of the MCU. Like it's, it really feels like its own thing, and that's what made it stand out so much when it came out. And this one seems like it's going to be doing the exact same thing. It's going to be really heartbreaking not to have Chadwick Boseman in there. But yeah, um, they had a mural, mural on the trailer. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So I, I really feel like you know, at the beginning of this movie, we're really going to deal with the fact that T'Challa, you know, it's, has passed away, and which I thought was like the. The whole um, symbolism with all of them dressed in white, and then the the actual mural that was in there. So maybe it could be like his cele- his um, like parade funeral or something like that, or celebration funeral. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you yeah. see them go go down uh, from the top view, you see Shuri carrying a Black Panther mask. Yeah. Black Panther mask, uh, helmet thing. So, it, it and I really like the remix that they had, or the you know their their. Uh, version of No Woman No Cry by Bob Marley. It was very nice. It was a very nice song to put with the with the trailer itself. Yeah, blending with the Kendrick Lamar's All Right, yeah, they did. That was so hype. Yeah. Was so hype. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, they did a really good job with that. So that movie's going to be really great, and I, I can't wait to watch that, man. I like I watched that trailer. It has, like, what? My, I saw, like, a Monday it had, like, 20 million views. I'm pretty, much, pretty sure I gave it at least... A million views. <laughs> Just rewatching it over and over and over and over <laughs> again, because it was so good. But yeah, man, um, that's it. That's all for me this week. Macho or well, what about you, man? Macho number two. Uh, so <laughs> this week, man, uh, same as Macho, I've been playing Live Alive. Not as much as he's played it. I have been playing it, but I've also been playing Control on the PlayStation. Uh, so getting through that as well. I. I'm still pretty early in the game, but I just fought, uh, I'm literally very early. You're, you're going to know when I say this, uh, I just fought Tomasi, uh, which is like oh, literally yeah. the, the first, like of the board members that you fight. Um, and in my mind, that fight was much harder than I thought, 
like the first time that I fought Tomasi, I was like, damn, why am I, I can't, I can't hit him. But it's right because he just dodges and weaves. But then, I didn't know that you could, te with your telekinesis, pick up something and not even pull it all the way to you. You can just as you pull it up look elsewhere and it'll automatically go with you and hit the person that you want like it's literally like the force so, hey level one gaming thanks for uh the congrats on 100 by the way you just have to come uh, uh, uh hey level one that was that uh but i'm re i'm having a, uh, a blast <laughs> with with control live alive i'm playing uh, multiplayer games with with some friends uh two of my friends got ps5 so I'm, i've been helping them uh, get accustomed to them and figuring it out. Playing the forest. What, what are they? Cavemen? They don't know how to how to set it up. What, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they they you'd be surprised. <laughs> um, it's a Puerto Rican, they, probably. They, oh, okay. they were. <laughs> so there's like very quality of life things that like you don't immediately think about. Like some I didn't figure out until like a month after. You know, Walter, you just don't. Uh, <laughs> editing out symbols in the bottom hotbar like that's not something that i just did the first time i got the ps5 like i got to edit that like a few weeks after so just some small stuff like that like oh hey guys you should do this like this you should do this like that uh playing fortnite with them playing dead by daylight with them i mean it's been a multiplayer kind of week uh monster hunter uh i got them to download monster hunter world and as you should macho, uh I got them to download Final Fantasy XIV. Yes, sir! <laughs> Woo Let's go! Sorry. <laughs> so we're gonna be. I think I'm. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna have that that little group. Uh, see if we we get into it as a group and continue with my character. Pay that membership again and, and see if I can get back to it. Uh, and oh I'll damn! You see you the priorities in France here, though. So that's kind of wow. Yeah. Listen, I've been buddy. begging this man to to come back to. 14 listen and... listen buddy this means that there's like more reasons to come back okay more you're reasons too over leveled you're too you... powerful i, I should I, I should be enough well i should be enough <laughs> for a reason am i not enough for you you sound oh, so man. puerto rican right now you sound so puerto you sound like puerto... a latina right now it's because i am puerto rican well speaking yeah. of latinas let's move our turn next up no i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 we're there yet. Uh, we're there yet. We're there yet. <laughs> but uh, aside from games, this week I, I so I started a sh I started Falcon and Winter Soldier. I never watched that show, so I started watching that. Uh, what it was like two years ago that it came out. Uh, Did it? I don't know, like a year ago or something. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, I'm on episode three. I just finished episode three. I'm really enjoying the show. Uh, it's definitely there's no magic it's all captain america winter soldier like kind of thing like uh like those movies like it's very militaristic and, oh what's and the all. name of the show again uh Fal falcon and winter soldier oh, okay yeah uh i've only because here's the thing the only marvel show that i've watched is wandavision that's the only one i've watched i haven't seen loki i haven't seen falcon Winter Soldier. i haven't seen moon knight no miss marvel nothing oh and what if I, I saw what if but i don't know if that even counts like as a mainline like like proper show i don't know it does yeah it does it actually does it's play because, into like their timeline and stuff like that okay because it's more like it felt like it felt like an anthology at the beginning and then it all comes you know and all together yeah that's why that's why I, I, I didn't really finish it but from what i hear like there's a couple of characters that um it's really good i really yeah. enjoyed it um but aside from that y'all uh this week i watched uh, Jordan Peele's Nope. 
and I don't know if you two have y'all seen it. I have not. Uh, I'm not giving it away, but I gotta say that this movie, it is once again with Jordan Peele, he doesn't miss. <laughs> I mean, both Get Out and Us, uh, both great movies, and this one is just holy hell, man. This is a thrill ride. It, there's horror and there's comedy in there. Like it, it very much like Get Out. Like there is some comedy, but it doesn't take away from the seriousness of the plot. A lot of surre- surrealism, a lot of play with imagery. Oh man, it is a phenomenal movie. Uh, I still haven't watched a Jordan Peele movie. Dude, Jordan Peele makes incredible movies. If anything, I, I there's no order. Just just watch Nope, man. Just go to the theater, take Sammy, and watch Nope. Um, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, I might rewatch it again because uh, it, it's, it's it's really good, y'all. But yeah. yeah man, uh, I watched that when was it last night? Yeah, it was last night uh, with some friends, and we all loved it. I saw a couple of trailers before that, and it's so weird that there's a movie that is being marketed as a horror movie with Idris Elba. Uh, it's called Beast, and it's literally just them in the safari, like trying to survive a lion and like the wild. It doesn't. It, it, it's kind of stupid that that it, it doesn't feel like horror. Like you're in the wild, what do you expect? There's gonna be lions. There's gonna be like predators trying to kill you. Kill you. Like why are we being? This is not horror. This is just life. I don't know. It's a weird. It's 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 like that one shark movie, not Jaws, the one that had shallows or gallows in the that yeah, shallows in the in the title. It was just one girl stranded in the middle of the ocean on a rock, and it was just this one shark, like stalking her. I don't know. It's not. It's a weird type of movie, but yeah, man. Uh, had a blast with Nope, playing some games, and uh, anticipating some some Latina in my games, uh, hopefully in the future, which we'll get into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, God, I can't. I can't wait to get to that topic. Um, yeah, so for me, uh, let's see, uh, Bleach, I've been watching a lot more Bleach, um, which... Have you seen it in the past? Uh, I feel like we've had this conversation. (laughs) No, have you? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah, but I I stopped watching it and, like, just recently picked it back up again. Um, I'm I'm at the whole, like, uh, Espada arc stuff right now. No Um, idea. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. that stuff is banging. I love that. Well, well, Macho, we we got to talk honestly about that, about this. Oh man, uh, what's going uh, on? Alright, uh, t- first of all, tell me who this reminds you of. <clears throat> um, Ichigo, uh, Ichigo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talking about Orihime? Okay. Literally, I would, I, I was, I was this fucking close to dropping this anime, man. Like literally every time. So during the whole uh, Ichigo versus uh, Ukiyora fight, mm-hmm. the entire time she's on screen, Ichigo, I'm like, <laughs> that's all that she says. That's all that she says, and I'm like, shut up. If you're not gonna say anything else, stop. <laughs> just stop. So she's just another Sakura. No, like like Hinata. Basically. Oh, okay. yeah, I know. She Orihime is a damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it it just sucks because like, man, like you see fuck 
fucking Soifon there. You see fucking uh, Yoroichi. You see uh, Rukia, right? All these badass women, right? Uh, Tear Holly Bell. Um, a Nell. lot more to come. A lot more to come. Yeah, they're all fucking cool. They all do shit. And then you have Orihime <laughs> there, just. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ichigo. Trust me, there there are better girls to simp for. Just don't worry about Odahime right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Trust me, I I ain't worrying about her. Um, right, but then good, also like good. that that fight with Ichigo and, and Ukiyota, like I'm, I don't know, man, because I was for years. I've just been hearing like that's just like one of the most like legendary fights in anime right that it's like it's up there of like naruto versus pain and all this stuff and then like oh, wow and then like i was watching it and i like kept waiting for like that moment to like truly be like blown away and like i don't know like i i just it never came for me like i i i don't know that fight was just like it was cool and it was cool seeing ukiora like you know transform into that that like winged state or whatever and then seeing ichigo like completely holified and whatever but yeah i don't know that fight was like and then it ended it just like ended with him just like i don't know like him fading away by himself without without ichigo like really doing anything like i don't know that fight was weird um and then like so now we get we get to the actual like the other fights with the rest of the espada the the top three ranked espada and that's that's like where i'm at right now and like and wall like i feel like this is just like this isn't even like a problem with like bleach specifically but it's a problem with like all anime it's probably why i stopped watching anime to be honest what? is that like characters don't fucking shut up during these fights man they just they have full on <laughs> conversations when they're in the middle of like you know battling each other man and i'm just like i know it's it's like that's know, the for, shonen for, problem. It is a problem exactly. with shonen. Yeah. Exactly. And I know it's, you know, for pacing issues, right? They're yeah. trying not to catch up with the manga and, and all yeah. this stuff. Specifically the old ones. New anime yeah. has gotten a lot better because I think Jujutsu Kaisen and My Hero do a great job at not having people just talk. Exactly. But it's like, for, for like all of these fights, man, it's like... Oh, so you don't you don't know what just happened right now? Well, let me explain my pro my power. <laughs> let me yeah. tell you exactly what happened to you. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's like, how we got the character backstories back then, man. <laughs> I know, and, 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 and like in some cases, it's like literally these characters are telling the other character like their weakness or like how to like you know uh, um, you know circumvent their powers or whatever. Um, you know, and then and then Soifon's uh, lieutenant, the the fat guy. I I don't know his name. Uh, it, starts, it starts with like an M or whatever. But like he he's so fucking annoying. <laughs> like he's he's like he's like a he's like a coward, and like Soifon's like constantly telling him to shut up. But like every time uh, Berrigan or whatever is like he moves or something, and then this lieutenant's just like, oh, he's so scary. Oh my god, like I I can't fight him. You know, and shit like that. Like. I don't know, man. It's just, it's again. It's just, it's just the talking, man. The constant talking, and and then like you couple that with like the still frames, where it's just like the cam, the camera just like panning like slowly over characters' faces, right? Not saying anything. Um, I don't know, man. And again, yeah, like like I said earlier. Issues. Again, like I said earlier, it, it's I know this is just a product of anime at that time, but like, man, dude, I, I found sucks. myself. 
I found myself literally just like skipping over scenes, man. Cause I was just like, let's let's fucking get to it, man. Like, please. Um, but yeah. Um, Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, for, for, um, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And like, and the thing is that like, once once I started like, um, the the visors. Once we once they showed up to the battle, um, I was like, I I was totally back into it, man. Like, I was really hyped when when they showed up as as, as like reinforcements and were helping out the the captains, um. Like I'm, I'm always, I'm always down for a good, you know, like last minute, uh, character that you don't expect showing up to the battle to to help out, you know, the characters, the other characters or whatever. Like I'm always Yeah, down for that, it's epic. you know, the classic like anime entrance, right? That kind of shit. Um, and that happened in in this battle, so like, yeah, I was super excited for for that stuff. Um, but yeah, man, just like, again, just way too much talking. Like with with Stark specifically, Stark's battle. against that guy with the pink kimono um literally the guy in the pink kimono is like well wait a minute there's clearly uh, there's clearly uh a relationship between you and 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 that girl and it's it's closer than than i imagine right and stark's just like what do you mean by that <laughs> just like they have a full-on conversation in the middle of their fight like they stop fighting to talk about this thing that's super clear to the obvious to to the audience <laughs> you know but and and that's another thing like av like uh um oh my god how, how do i say this like after a character does like a specific uh, uh attack or something like that then the other character like like step by step says exactly what just happened and like i know it's for the audience's sake but it's like i know what happened you don't need to explain what happened <laughs> it's just shit like that dude that just like i think is the reason why i stopped watching anime in general but then again it's like the the anime that i was into like the scenen stuff like the more like Like you know psychopaths, things like uh, sure or or ghost in the shell or yeah, shit like black lagoon or yormungandr like shit like that doesn't happen in that anime because again they're like 24 episode animes shit right so yeah, and Seinen is more geared towards uh adult adults males, yeah adult yeah males and whatnot, yeah. so so yeah you don't have to worry about people in the middle of of battles having to explain their powers and, and shit like that like I, I don't know man Yeah, um if so anything, yeah I, I think that the shonen that does, there's no powers, but it does it well with those moments of battle. It's too specifically. Jujutsu Kaisen specifically because there is a scene where Toto is, I believe he's doing a move or he's analyzing a move. And, oh, he's having a flashback. That's what it is. And after that flashback, The actual anime, like, in a, in a, it tells you exactly point something seconds have passed by. That's how fast Toto thought about this. And then you have stuff like Haikyuu, where they zoom in on the character's face, and they have a timer on the top, on the bottom left, as the character's like, okay, so he's going to either do this, this, or this. And the timer's like, one second. Okay, one second pass in, in the time that he thought about this. Which makes it less immersion-breaking, but... Again, proud of its time, you're right, because, I mean, it, try watching Like it, it, One it could Piece. like it. It No, is don't try cool. One So, Piece. <laughs> like it is. It is cool sometimes <laughs> when you're telling me shit that like I don't know, mm -hmm. shit shit that I haven't figured out for myself. Like Hunter X Hunter is really really good about that. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, the way that the whole they have arc is like that.
like a lot of their arcs are, are like that. But yeah. the Chimera Ant one is specifically literally when they infiltrate the palace where the Hand King is. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the a great. That's a great scene. Whole, yeah. yeah, that's a great episode. But yeah, like I, I when it's shit that like I, I don't know or it hasn't clicked with me, then I appreciate when they do stuff like that. When the mm. character is like, okay, like how do I figure this ability out or or whatever. But when it's already clearly obvious to the audience. I've already figured out, and and they still like feel the need to explain it. That's where I'm kind of like, okay, like I, I already I already know what's happening here. You don't need to explain it to me. Um, hmm. but yeah, regardless, um, I still I, obviously like I'm st I'm still watching. Like I, I last night I probably knocked out like five episodes in a row because I'm really interested in what's happening right now. But it's still a good show. Yeah, yeah, or so yeah. I hear. It would it would be absolutely and like I was watching Naruto week to week when it was coming out, so like trust me, I I know I know how brutal this shit can be, but yeah, yeah it would be absolutely brutal if I was watching Bleach back in the day like week to week. Oh, Thank God oh. that it's all on Hulu and I can skip through the recap and I can skip through the scenes that I just don't want to listen to <laughs> and just get to the stuff that I am interested in. Which, oh yeah, um, dude, I, I watched I watched it week to week when um that spot arc was going on and i was like yeah, okay same. and that's what well, that's man. why i dropped off because like it, it you know we'll go for times where like we'll have we'll be for a while without a season and then it'll just be filler it wouldn't be like actually passing through like the actual story so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's why, why i stopped watching i think after um i think it was the arankar arc um yeah which is like way later from like what you're doing i think it's like season 10 or something like that i stopped watching okay yeah um but yeah man that is that's bleach um aside from that uh i watched this movie on on hulu over the course of like three days uh called king arthur legend of the sword this movie man is is that the one is, with charlie hanum yeah yeah okay uh they got they got like a weirdly like star-studded cast man they have uh Fucking David Beckham is in the movie for whatever what the reason. Hell? <laughs> what? Dude, the last time I saw him in a movie was freaking uh, goal with uh, the Santiago soccer player, man. <laughs> what the um, hell? But yeah, he's he's in it. Uh, Littlefinger is in it. Um, what? They got they got fucking uh, Millie Brady, who is uh, Ethel Fled from The Last Kingdom. She's in it. Um, Grace from from Peaky Blinders is in it. Um, they got that one Kung Fu master from, uh, Marco Polo on Netflix. He's in it. Um, yeah, so they got oh, a really, damn. really interesting cast in, in it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's basically just like, um, kind of like what I said about, um, God, what's its name? Uh, uh, The Northman, that movie that came out earlier yeah. this year. Uh, just kind of like a tried and true classic revenge tale of like, oh, the king gets killed by the, the brother or the uncle or whatever. Um, and then the son escapes, and then the the son has to return years later as a as a man and and avenge his father and reclaim the the, the throne or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a story that we've seen several times already, and that's basically what this movie is. But like the twist is that like Excalibur is like it it does some fucking anime shit for you, man. <laughs> like this is this is like a like a really fantastical version of like the King Arthur like story. Um, so there's like, there's like sirens, there's monsters and shit. Um, 
so basically every time that that this man gets the sword like every swing basically creates like imagine some like saitama shit dude like it, it creates oh like this giant like gust of wind and it just like blows everyone back and, and it like destroys buildings <laughs> um it's yeah it's it's pretty wild um but yeah i, I had, had a lot of fun with the movie it's it's really cool um, I was a little disappointed by like, the the third act because like the third act is like um, what you expect, right? Like the main character, he gets like this group of rebels together. They attack, you know, the city in order uh, Camelot uh, for him to you know like reclaim it from his from his uncle. Uh, but it was like really really quick, right? It wasn't like the big final battle that you expected. It happened like really really fast. So I was kind of let down by that. Um, but the one thing I wanted to highlight about this movie, guys, is the fucking music. The music is sick, dude. <laughs> it's fucking sick. Um, it's it's by <laughs> the composer. It. It's the by the composer who did uh, Spider Verse. Strangely enough. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, this guy's got fucking range. So like the his his music in this movie is just like, it's like it's like uh, what's the term like head banging or head nodding or whatever. Um, <laughs> just yeah. adding. I mean, how hard are you? Are you moving your head? Whoa, whoa, pause. Oh, oh, well, choose your words more carefully, sir. Yeah. We're Come on, a, we're on professional time. We got a hundred subscribers, sir. Yeah, man. We <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they start unsubscribing after that, man. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's just like the kind of music that really gets like your adre your adrenaline like flowing, man. Like it's it's it 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 fucks, man. <laughs> Straight up, man. <laughs> it's dope. I got I gotta send you guys some of it because yeah, it's like it's like the kind of music that you listen to like when you're working out or or some shit like that. Um, it, yeah, it, throw it that gives shit me chills. my way, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, you know you know I'm all about that. Yeah, it's 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 really dope. Like it's obviously like one of my favorite soundtracks like ever. It's funny because like this this movie like it didn't do well like at all in the in the box office. But if you go on YouTube and you look up the soundtrack, it's got millions of fucking views, man. Because like that was like the one thing that like everyone like recognizes about that movie that was just like universally like like good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, which is really funny. Like, I think one of the songs has like four point five million views or something like that. Like, it's it's pretty yeah. insane. Yeah, uh, it's, consistently, it's, it's like most. Yeah, like most of the songs on on that uh, on the playlist has like over a million views. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, man, uh, and the action like sequences as well. There was this one um, towards like in, during the final battle where uh arthur is like using the sword it's like every time he has where he actually uses the sword it's like it's like this fucking event man um and like one of the the final times that he uses it it's like it, it's just like my jaw was on the floor because it, it it was like i don't know if you guys ever saw the witcher 3 killing monsters trailer um yeah it was literally like that <laughs> it was literally like that. The CGI is is disgusting. I'll I'll just say that. Like it literally looks like, like uh, I don't know, like a like a two thousand CGI cutscene in, in like a Resident Evil like CGI like cutscene in in one of those games. Like it looks really really bad. Um, like it really looks like just computer. You just computer <laughs> character like plastic <laughs> characters just moving around. <laughs> But it's dope as hell, dude. Um, but yeah, man, I saw I saw that movie. Uh, it was really really cool. 
Um, again, the music is... It, and the montages in that movie is also really, really cool. Um, just the way that it's cut and edited is really, really unique, I feel like. Like, really, really fast edits, like, where it's just, like, bouncing from, like, one character to, to the next. Um, there was, like, this one scene that they were talking... They were, like, looking for, like, this boy... And uh, and Arthur's like talking to like the the watch guard or whatever, and the guy's like, so we're looking for for Blue Boy, and then there's like multiple characters in the room, so they're all participating in this conversation, and they're like, what boy, Blue Boy, that boy, yeah, that boy, like it's it's just like moving back and forth between all these characters, and it's 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 really really fun editing, um, but yeah, great movie, really really loved it, um, and the last thing I'll talk about is Elden Ring. Elden Ring, oh Elden Ring. Oh Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. Um emboldened by the flame of ambition. <laughs> <laughs> um boys, I uh so so okay, so I made it to uh the Hallow Tree, made it to Far Missoula. Uh last bosses I beat was uh Le- who who's the Royal Knight at the at the the Hallow Tree uh, starts with an L, like L- Lanetta or something like that. Oh, um, oh yeah, L- uh, Loretta. Loretta, yeah, yeah, yeah. So beat her, uh, beat the Godskin duo, Ugh. beat the fire, the fire giant. There was another one that I beat. Um, that I'm not remembering. Uh, Malekith. No, not Malekith. Did you beat? Um, uh, did you did you try to go to the throne? Um. Did you fight Morgoth or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat, I beat Morgoth. Okay. So, which? Oh, Mog, Wait. Mog, Mog. That's the one I'm thinking of. Okay, uh, the fire, the fire guy. The blood, the with the blood. The, yeah, blood fire. But he's yeah, yeah. all the way, all the way to the side on his. Right, own right, right. But he's he's well, guys can do as the last boss I beat. But Mog was like the second to last one. I beat. Did we fight that one, Paul? Uh, I fought him. I think you fought. That's where the 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 farming area is the ex the rune farming area is that's a that's oh, the place like okay the, where, where the, it's like where the dino dogs s- are where you can literally see it across and when you get to soifra river like you can literally see his palace like off in the distance but you can't reach it yeah. uh by like the soifra river you have to like i took a teleporter and, and got yeah. to that place no that is how you get there that's where uh macho that's where millennia's brother is in the big cocoon um i'm not right. sure i'm not sure if i did that I, the only honestly the only memory i have of elden ring at this point is uh malekith and uh wow. like the last stretch of the yeah. the the dungeon You're, that we did and then a couple you, other stuff you really you really should have like kept a lot of that in your mind because that game is so beautiful. Doctor Mo would be so mad at you. Listen, man. What? Horizon Forbidden West took over. That's why. Uh, ignore that shit. Listen, the, <laughs> the that 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 section. Uh, uh, so that is where there's a cliff where you can farm a certain like uh, enemy and get like I don't know how many runes per per kill and like people exploited that like crazy. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, fought Mog, uh, but the thing I wanted to say was, uh, I, uh, came pretty close to uninstalling this game, and, and never, never looking back. That's right. Whoa. That's right. Um, because, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah what's, what's going on, Macho? What's going what, on, What's, man? what's happening, huh? <laughs> I just like to get this, the reactions out of <laughs> Yeah? <laughs> Every time. Yeah, you enjoy getting my blood pressure in a tizzy? 
Oh man, that sounds like a you problem then. I'm talking about oh, video oh, games. Yeah, 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 problem. You know what you're doing. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So I I can't, I came close to to uh, un- uninstalling because of uh, one person. Oh boy. Okay, I know. I, I know. Who, I know who it is too. <laughs> I know who it is. Yeah. Who is it? Who is Melania. it? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome this, on in, brother. <laughs> this bot this boss is fucking bullshit, man. Yes, sir. And to be and to be frank, so is Godskin Duo. That, yes. that, that fight is <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid as well. Because like the thing the thing with gank fights, man, is that like and like I, I haven't I've you know I haven't played Dark Souls one, but like the thing with that that made uh, Ornstein and and Smo so like good was was the sort of balance of like one of them was pursuing you while the other one hung back and when was slow and 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 prodding. But like you could in your peripheral, you always had to pay attention to where uh, Smo right. He's the fat one. Yeah, you always had to pay attention to where he was, even though he was slower. What gods can do? They're both fucking coming at you, and it's just like okay, this isn't yeah. this isn't balanced like at all. Um, and they so, have the thing where I, I forgot the name, but it is a mechanic that developers put in there that whenever you heal, they automatically have an attack that yep. they're gonna do. So the, I, I, I was telling Macho that, that the moment my my thumb hover, hovers over the square button, you better believe that a, that an attack is is coming at you. That they throw fire at you or some shit like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jay, you know that episode in SpongeBob where he's stuck in rock bottom, and whenever he's gonna go for the for the vending machine snack, the bus oh, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the back. That's you yep. with the flask. And Godskin's like, uh, cast? Nope. Cast? Nope. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, oh, so man. yeah, that boss fight was obviously, obviously stupid. Um, oh, shit, yeah. but also, uh, Torrent fucking sucks. Let, let me just, let me just say that. <laughs> Torrent, oh, yeah? Torrent sucks. He's been there for, for you, man. Uh, yeah. He sucks. Yeah, but why why does he get stunlocked so easily? Why why wow. does he why is he weak to fire apparently? There's these normal ass the like uh, zombified walking humans or whatever that have torches. Uh, don't don't put a torch near Tora cuz apparently he can he can't handle that. Uh, <laughs> he he gets literally like stuck with torches and and literally half of his health gets like uh knocked out. Uh mm. he gets he gets stunlocked so easily to the point where like he like he literally died so much at the mountaintops uh, of the giants, and your character just like takes a, a fucking nap on the floor, lays down on on the <laughs> ground, and someone else can come up and just like stab you while you're laying on the floor. Um, so yeah, that, I, I hate torrent. Um, but specifically <laughs> specifically with the late game areas, so like far Missoula, the Halig tree, even the mountaintop of the giants. Why do I have fucking fifty seven vigor? And I'm getting two shotted by these enemies in these areas. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> <What>? sir. <laughs> bigger, because that ain't all there is. You gotta get good gear as well. It's not about the st- oh. only the attributes. Oh, man. I got I got fucking end game gear, baby. Don't tell me. Oh, yeah? Don't tell me that. Don't tell <laughs> me that. Getting, you're just getting clapped, man. Gotta get good. <laughs> nah, it, actually, it, so so the thing is, when I I, I out the same way, dude. I was like, dude, why am I getting like absolutely demolished? By like this anger stuff, like especially Malekith, right? Like I was level one eighty or something like that. 
Like Jeez. I actually, I actually grinded levels. Like I actually farmed levels. I used the exploits, right? I just wanted to just get through like the really good stuff of the game. And even then, when I got to Malekith and I got to like the enemy game boss, I was getting my ass whooped, boy. And it's because the game actually like um, it doesn't tailor. What's the, what's the word? Uh, like it levels out like with like it mediates around what your level is, especially the end game part. So you can't escape the difficulty no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is difficult. Here's the thing. I don't I do agree that there's a point in the game where it just spikes like the difficulty just go wait, wait a minute. Why are enemies just like bombarding me with these just one hits and and, and killing me instantly? What I do think that makes Malekith specifically even worse is the fact that he has fire that decreases your overall health. So no, no matter how much health you have, you're going to get messed up, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you're going I, to get demolished like that endgame stuff. Like, there's like no way going around. Yeah, that. especially, especially around the north part, the 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 giant part. I just spat through that. I didn't fight any of those dogs, any of those birds. No, I just went straight to the fire giant. I got the flame, and I ran back. I did not stick around in that area because I acknowledged that that area was BS. Same oh, with the halic oh. tree. You're in the endgame yeah. area. Like the halic tree is not. You're fighting millennia, <laughs> like that's like, it's horrible. It's horrible. That, I, I that was me. That was me with, um, literally the farmer Zula. But the the area before, you get to the Godskin Duo, there is literally like eight knights walking around that area, mm-hmm. um, and like you know the ones with like you know the giant great shield and like a giant great sword as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I skipped all those yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the ones that do, that do like the wind stop or whatever, the yep. wind mm-hmm. stomp. Yeah, yeah, those. Yep. There's like fucking eight of them, mm-hmm. and like it's and it, it, like my my flasks or whatever. They I get down to like, I have I have twelve in total. I get down to like five just fighting like two of them. And you, you're telling me I gotta fight like eight of them? Hell no! So like I, I had to like run past like all of them. And then like the thing is, is that like I, yeah, I'm sprinting my ass off to get back to the to the to the fog gate. Right. And um, I'm my character is too slow because like you know he just like walks through it. And then they fucking like they're right behind the fog gate and they still attack you and they I still, still hit get you, hit. Yeah. Still I'm like what you. the? F-? Yeah, but whatever. That's that's a little thing. So my thing with yeah. Melania. Let's let's talk about Melania. And and this is this is kind of like bosses in general, uh, with this game specifically, man. Um, I'm finding this thing of like I'm doing just a lot of watching, man. A lot of watching and, and going like, okay, like when is it? When is it my fucking turn? Like I'm, I'm seeing <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing Melania, you know, reeling off these eight hit fucking combos one after another. She finishes one and she jumps right into another one. And I think that's the same thing with Malekith that he does the same thing. Um, and Malika specifically, like, I'm, I'm just watching him fucking hopping around in the air, like, where I can't even, like, I don't have any ranged things, I don't, I don't use a staff or any projectiles or anything like that, so, like, I'm literally just on the floor, like, waiting for him to come down and shit like that, um, but, yeah, Melania specifically, just, like, the reaction time is just, like, it's it's impossible for me man to like to to be able to react to to some of the shit that she's doing because it's like she she reels off like a a, like a quick like three hit combo and then like immediately jumps into another one and it's just like okay like i don't know like i feel like i'm just waiting so much more than i've ever had to in in these games and it's like it's gotten to a point where it's just like it's not fun for me to 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 just stand around and, and wait for for 
like I'm literally waiting for these bosses to finish off doing what they're doing. It no longer feels like a duel, right? Like mm -hmm. fucking Father Gascoigne, like that's a fucking back and forth duel, right? Yeah. Or or Lady Maria or or um Germain from from Bloodborne, right? Like those are all duels or even like something like Lady Eileen who isn't, you know, like your typical boss, but like that's a duel, right? That's a one-on-one -on -one, like endurance match, right? And I feel like even in Dark Souls 3, like, a lot of those bosses I felt, like, had some of that. Like, Pontiff Sullivan, right? Yeah, um, yep. Right? Him. Yeah. Or even, even the... Well, not even the dancer, because even she had that fucking twirly-twirl bullshit that she did. But, like, even even that, like, was kind of the same thing where, like, I felt like, okay, like, I could pick and choose my, my times to jump in there and attack her and then get away when she did that shit. But... You guys get what I'm trying to say? We're, we're yeah. I don't know. Like, I, no, I, 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 like I, I can, I can relate. Fucking interrupt real quick because that's one of the reasons why I haven't gone back to the Kingdom Hearts three final boss DLC, uh, or DLC and like the final boss in that Remind DLC because it's literally you're gonna be doing the exact same thing. You have to watch what they're doing, and study it, and then learn to when to find the time windows, and that's what a lot of millennia is. And and even yeah. and even that like. Like that's that's what what a lot of these bosses are in in all these from games. It's just like watching and learning and memorizing their their attack patterns or whatever. So like you know when this when this boss does this, I have to dodge forward or I have to dodge backwards or whatever the case may be. But with her, I feel like it's just so fucking erratic. It is so inconsistent. There's fights where she doesn't even use the waterfowl dan dance. There's yeah. I I didn't know that she could block your attacks till like my fucking tenth try. I was like, where the fuck did that come from? Um, there's times where like uh specifically with the waterfowl, she has like a another ability where she just jumps into the air and she hangs up in there, but she doesn't do the waterfowl foul dance. It's just like a, a charge attack or whatever. And there's like no way that you can discern like okay now she's doing the waterfowl dance or now she's doing her other attack while she's in the air. Um, so I don't know. I just feel like with her specifically, it's just like there's almost too much for you to to actually like memorize and learn with with that boss where it's just like it it just becomes like ridiculous for the player to actually realistically have to memorize and learn all this shit. Um yeah. I do think that know. she's she's on the side of Souls history where thank God she's optional and I think purposefully enough because she is the kind of boss that because she is beatable. I mean, be, some people have proven to have beaten her, whether that be only with one weapon, no magic, with mega magic, broken builds, uh, with three people. Like, there are ways to beat her. But it does require for your gameplay to be very unorthodox and be very different from what you're accustomed to at the whole playthrough. I mean, the reason why... What other Souls game has there been a, a, a situation where a legend amongst the fan base like was built like let me solo her like to the point where a boss was so difficult that a person became known because he beat her so many times and got so good fighting her it's because not not everyone could get good fighting her or could like actually beat her and if you do beat her there's a second phase <laughs> so like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> so a lot of people were like damn yes i finally beat her why is there a cutscene? why is there a cutscene? <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and it sucks because i think 
my biggest thing with her is the fact that she's very very easy to stagger it's you can stagger her easily which i think that's oh why yeah there's not a lot of window but when there is you can just keep her on a on a on a on a, on a loop but here's the thing so if she gets out of that loop you're dead because she's gonna go aggro on you real quick and yeah. the thing with that is that you can block it but she's gonna keep healing and that's my biggest problem with her oh she that's heals, it. she heals when she hits you no matter if you block or not which is bullshit that's, it's completely Melania is the bs of bs's like she is i'd say she's worse than orphan of cost in in certain ways because Melania it's a lot of design in her that is very different from past souls games but i think orphan of cause is more it's more of that one-on-one -on -one kind of thing it's more of a father going versus you know the hunter uh but Melania, dude, I, I beat her with three people. Me and two other people that I summoned. I was like, just gang up on her. There, I got the trophy. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I, I, did, I did the same thing. I just summoned at the end and eventually yeah. got it. I did. I I will say in that summon, I did the most hits. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I felt some sort of redemption there. But still, like, I definitely needed some people to, like, help distract her as I yeah. went in for, yeah. like, the stunts. And here's the thing. I don't I don't feel shame at that because a lot of people are like oh no you like you have to beat her like one of, it's like here's the thing Elden Ring the beauty of it Melania you can beat her on your own with three people two people like everything is possible but sometimes there are things that you want to do a certain way and it doesn't work out and you have to change your playstyle purposefully to make it work that's where it falls apart because it shouldn't sense it should I mean how difficult it is to make sure that every boss fight is beatable with every single kind of build in the game you know like there's so many ways that you can build a character bleed frost the god skin duo did you guys know that the god skin duo you can apply sleep to your weapons and put one to sleep while you beat the other one yeah i heard that i didn't know that until after i beat them through agony yeah like and and i gotta emphasize on this so like i, I gotta bring it up the, the god skin duo we have fought Ornstein and Smile. We have fought the Lorian Prince in Dark Souls 3. They have set health. The thing about the Godskin duo, they can be one hit from being dead and both of their health bars being completely full. And you hit oh, them yeah. once and they both die. And that's so... It's You're just running on, on, a, on a loop until the bottom health bar is gone. It's... There's some design in this game that's questionable, but I think the pros overweigh the cons. Like, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of good in this game, but the bad things, they're they're pretty drastic. It's like you guys were talking about, you know, having to summon help and, and, and stuff like that. Like, I I had to use, like, my Mimic tier multiple times for that Melania fight, and it's just like, and I, I haven't beaten her yet, but, like, the thing is, is that, like, the fact that I have to use that in the first place, like, I don't want to have to use a Mimic tier. I don't want to have to, like, summon or anything like that. It's not even, like, a pride thing. It's just, like, like, you you should feel, like, like, I'll never forget how I felt when I first beat, um, Martyr Ligorius in Bloodborne. Like, that, that boss fight, for whatever the reason, like, I don't, I don't know if people found him hard or whatever, but for whatever reason, that was the boss fight that made me, like, jump out of my seat and be like, fuck yes. And, and in this late game with, with Elden Ring, I'd say, like, most of the bosses in Elden Ring, I haven't had any of that. 
like I, I with these bosses, I, I get so whenever I do end up beating like Godskin Duo or, or Mog, for instance, like it's not even like a sigh of relief. Like I'm still fucking pissed off even when I see them go off and go down. <laughs> like I'm not happy. Like I, I don't I don't feel like I don't God feel like, like I don't I don't feel like hell. Yeah, like I did that. Like I, I just feel like I got lucky or or whatever. Like it, it doesn't feel like it, like accomplishment anymore. Like I'm still fucking mad when I see them go down. Like, like I don't know, man. Yeah, I, like, I, I honestly I kind of get that because, man. When I so when I actually played Dark Souls three with with Walt, that was like one of the most like fun times I had playing a, a like a from soft game, which is why like I kind of wanted to capture that magic again playing Elden Ring with them, and even then after being the bosses, I was like. Yes, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. yeah, it's not as intimate. And I think, I mean, yeah. we've talked about it. It's the intimacy that you have in a Dark Souls 3 where it does feel like a smaller world. It does feel like you, this is it. You got, you, you know, you beat the level. You're going to fight, you know, Pontiff Sullivan. You enter this big cathedral. He's there. He's right there. It, versus a, like, oh, you can do whatever you want at any time. You know, bosses are here. They're already like it. I don't know. There's a cycle. There's a psychology to it that it, it is interesting. But it, I don't know. Man. It, it it sucks because the game is so good. The game is really good, but it doesn't capture that same intimacy that a Bloodborne or Dark Souls three has. Yeah, there's a couple of standouts though, I will say for sure. Like um, like Malekith was like one of the standouts for me. Um, mm-hmm. The Moon Boss, what's her name? Uh, Renala. Oh. Renala. That that was a big standout to me. Um, and there's probably like one or two more. I'm just forgetting things. Uh, Raban, Radon, Radon. Radon. Oh, dude, Radon. Yeah, dude. that scene, that first time was like mind blowing too. That was like really cool, but like oh. everything else is kind of like. So know. did did you fight um? Oh my god, what's his name? What's the serpent guy name? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I fought him. What do you think about that fight? Because that was like the Yorm giant, you know, the classic. You need this sword to beat him, whatever. Yeah, that was probably the best version of that fight. Um, yeah, absolutely, I agree. I it's agree. but still, like even with that, like it's the classic from software bullshit with the hitboxes, where that snake was like <laughs> feet away from me. I'm I'm on the other, the opposite side of the screen, and this, and I just teleport into the snake's mouth. Um, yeah. So it's 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 shit like that, man. But like, I don't know. It's like. I'm not even saying that these these like move sets of these bosses are like, you know, that they are impossible to dodge. That they're even like totally difficult to dodge, right? Or that you can't avoid them or whatever. But they're just they're just too excessive, man. Like it, it's just it's just it's getting to a point where it's just like they're throwing way too much at the player. At least how I feel. Like the windups are like super unclear to me. Um, you, they're just like downright impossible to read. It's a big, um, it's a big, big buffer window. Big buffer window they do. They sometimes like uh, inflict unavoidable damage, uh, despite you rolling and reading and running the fuck away. Like specifically with the waterfowl dance, I'm like clear away from Melania, like running the fuck away, and she still just like te- like teleports all the way to me and still uses that attack on me. Um, Did you beat the game? No, no, no. I'm still. I'm like, I I was at Farmazula, which I'm guessing is like the last area in the game, and like, I'm like, I'm like literally like last night. I was like, I I feel burnt out, man. Like I I don't want to play anymore. 
like after I beat Gotskin Duo and I, and I was just like exploring like the later areas of that area, um, right. I don't know. I'm 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 reaching a point where I'm just like I feel like I got everything I wanted from this experience. You're three bosses and... away from beating it. I know. But, but I know. But man, like I was about to say, man. But those are the three like. If 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 he if he's getting frustrated, <laughs> Mille- like Millennia is like Millennia is the bu- toughest boss in the game. Yes, but if it he's is. getting frustrated with Millennia, you're gonna fucking hate the last two bosses. No, but here's the thing, Millennia, it be it be surprised if you said, oh, man, I cannot beat the final boss. Oh, then you don't want to touch Millennia. I feel like because you've experienced the amount of bullshit with Millennia, you won't have as hard of a time with the last two. Well, again, playstyle play may differ. Well, th- that's the. I, I was thinking that too, but the thing is that the last two bosses, Soul, they have big buffer windows that are like mm-hmm. pretty like difficult to read, and yeah. and they have a they have a lot of defense and like there's there's stuff that you're you're gonna be dying a lot to those bosses just like I mean maybe you won't maybe you just beat them real quickly, yeah. but they have really big it. buffer windows so you you gotta read those pinpoint or else you're gonna get demolished. I mean I've seen I've seen Elden Beast um, right, already. Right. And that's like, yeah. That's that one's like that one's whatever. That's not that yeah. bad. Uh, Rad- Radagon is the is, that's, yeah yeah. That's yeah. He, he doesn't look too bad, but like Elden he Beast, isn't. I think yeah. But like Elden no, Beast, he, is like he a, is, he is. It's no, no, he is. No, no. Here's the thing. Because no, that stupid ass buffer window and the area of attack he does. Contrary to Millennia, Radagon is more predictable. It's, it's very predictable. I I'd, I'd argue versus Millennia, that's all over the place. I think. Your big problem will come with Malekith. I think that's where you're gonna have the. But you're gonna enjoy. Here's the thing: if you fight Malekith, I'd say just leave it at that. Don't. You don't even have to beat it, because with Malekith, I think you get the prime Souls experience with the boss fight. Yeah, Malekith really was more so. fun to me than like the last two bosses for sure. Like I wanted to throw my controller across the room. I don't know because like I saw like I saw like. Elden Beast, and I feel like he again just like encapsulates this problem of like that was like really really cemented with Melania, where like they do again like they do these fucking ten hit combos, but like you roll and roll and roll and you dodge every single one of their attacks, and then you have no stamina left to do an attack yourself. And I feel like yeah. with Elden Beast specifically, that that problem is just gonna like balloon with him because like. I, I see that he literally just like swims underwater and he goes on the opposite end of the screen. So like you're literally spending like a lot of that fight s- having to sprint to catch up to him. And then once you actually catch up to him, you barely have any stamina to actually do some attacks of your own. And then he immediately swims underneath you and goes to like another area in 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 its entirety. Um, yeah. What's yeah. so unfortunate about that boss is that sometimes I, I did think at some point <clears throat> that. FromSoft had in mind that they were gonna do torrent in that boss fight. Like you were gonna yeah. be able to <laughs> you can't summon fucking torrent. But you can't. I feel like they scratched that, but it does feel like that boss fight was set up for that. Like, hey, you've had Absolutely. this we've had this steed the whole game. This is it. This is the moment to use him against another beast. Like it here's the thing. At the very least, experiencing that boss fight is beautiful. If you saw it, I mean, it's a beautiful boss fight. The the creature, it is a beautiful creature. Yeah. The music is from that's one thing I think we can agree that Elden Ring has like some of the best music in the franchise. I think every boss fight so thus far has had a it's phenomenal right. phenomenal track. Shut the. <laughs> 
And the, the last one, <laughs> Bloodborne and Demon Souls is still better. Dude, Facts. nothing. No, Facts. Bloodborne. Nothing beats Blood. Nothing beats Bloodborne. We've gone over this. Bloodborne is the go to Fromsa. But to Elder <laughs> Ring's <laughs> point, to Elder <laughs> Ring's point, I think that the music is, is does give the the you know the high fantasy you know epic feeling of of defeating a god. Um, well, I mean, obviously, bro, we we're Bloodborne simp's. What do you mean? You gotta play Sekiro. That's what you gotta play. You damn weeb. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Um, Sekiro think, is really great. <laughs> uh, two Damn. two more points, and then we can actually get started with the podcast proper. Um, with Melania, I think like literally, even though a lot of her move set, aside from Waterfowl Dance, is I find bullshit. I think if you remove Waterfowl Dance in its entirety, I would have no issue with that boss fight. It would be like, yes, I hate most of the things that she's able to do, but if you remove that one thing, I I would find her manageable. Like, I still, there's times when she, you know, because there's some times where she doesn't even use that ability. Um, if you're able to, like, stagger her enough and just, like, keep attacking her and keep attacking her uh, to the point where she can't use it, um... Yeah, so there's times where she hasn't been able to use it when when I I fought her, but then like the moment that she actually goes up to do it, it's just like a one hit kill and and, and I'm done. Uh, so I feel like if yeah, if you were able if you were able to remove that, that boss fight would be fine for me. Because again, I've gotten her to her second phase. I've gotten her to like 25% health on her second phase, and then she uses that ability, and then it's like fuck, everything is fucked. Um, so yeah, that's my one thing with her. Like it's just that one ability, man. That it's just like. That's the thing that's sending me over the edge. Um, and then the uh, the last thing I'll say is that I feel like this game would be, w with the bosses specifically, they they needed to add a stamina bar for, for the bosses. that Or all enemies in general. They, they needed to have a stamina bar and that you could be able to see it. Just like in Neo, where you could see both the bosses and, and regular enemies' health and stamina. So you know that they can't just you know fire off these attacks one after the other after the other forever without having to worry about stamina right that there is an actual just like you there's an actual consequence for the amount of times that they're using all these abilities and, and stuff like that and there's a cooldown for them and, and and whatnot they actually have to chill they can't just do these things forever um and that's like when you know, okay, it's time for me to go and attack. And I think that there may be something similar like that in Sekiro. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dude, the way you keep describing every FromSoft game and every game in the last two months makes me think that you're going to love Sekiro. Because Sekiro has everything that you like are describing. It does have a, not a stamina bar, it's a posture bar. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It, yeah. it basically, basically means how much that person still has until they're just down on their knees. Right. And they you also see their 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 health bar. So Yeah, yeah. dude. Play fucking play that game. Play yeah. that game. Bro. So I, I just feel like and it and it's weird, man, like why they wouldn't I mean I guess cause this is more Dark Souls than Yeah, than it's Sekiro. just Dark Souls four. It's just Dark yeah. Souls four. Five and six. Um, but, <laughs> but um but yeah like i i feel like a lot of my issues would be remedied if these enemies and bosses had a stamina bar um i i fucking implore them to implement that in, in their next game like dear god please yeah, um i think but, so i think i think they're their next uh, they ha bro we're, we've had enough dark souls let's go back let's go back put put a stamina bar in bloodborne or give us another Sekiro. i don't care just, just do something else. Just yeah. Do something else. Um. Yeah, man. That is. That's. Yes, uh. 
my little Elden Ring update. I, I, I truthfully, I don't know if I want to go back to it. Like I, I and saw, don't, I saw this. And don't, and don't. I, just, yeah, just wait yeah. for it until you're, you're ready to go back at the yeah. end of the year or something, and then do that. Because, at that, cause, three bosses, yeah. Yeah, because at, yeah. at that, you're gonna hate it that, if you force yeah. yourself. That's yeah. what happened with me in Horizon. I was forcing myself to play it, and I was not having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So just 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 do that. Just don't play it and play something else. Because because yeah. I'll tell you right now, those last bosses are gonna you're gonna be like, man, why the fuck am I doing this? I don't want to play this. And then like you're just getting your ass whooped, and then you're just gonna hate the game. Just yeah, let j- it go. just play some Destruction yeah. All Stars or something. <laughs> you know what? I will. I will. Yeah. All right. I'll treat <laughs> like, myself. Like literally. Like literally after after um, <laughs> it was like what's that what's that SpongeBob meme? It was like. Uh, at, for millennia, it was like forty-two hours later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, and like literally, literally, like I got to a point last night where it's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna drive to the movie theater and watch a movie. I need, to, I need to chill the fuck out right now because I'm about to do something <laughs> violent, man. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, break that seventy-dollar controller. <laughs> yeah, but, man. Aside from her mechanics, uh, what do you think of like? The music and her design as a as a, as a <laughs> so, boss. So I I muted my 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 TV. I got to a point. I forgot I forgot I forgot oh, wow. what attempt I forgot what attempt it was. But I was just like, you know what? I, I just I don't need to hear anything right now. I just I just. She keeps, oh damn! It got to that. That's what happened with me in Returnal, dude. It gets to the point where, what what did she say? I am uh I am millennia. Yes, uh, every fucking time, man. I was just like, no, I, I don't need to hear it anymore. I don't need to hear it. And yeah, it, it sucks because because the next line she says for the second phase is, "And you will know true horror," and that yeah. just sticks in your mind. Yeah, I'm, I heard that I'm too. never gonna beat you. I'm never gonna beat you. Yeah, it sucks. so I, did, I didn't need to hear that anymore. So yeah, I just, I just <laughs> shut it off. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I'm playing it again anytime soon to be to be, yeah, man. To be honest well, give it if you need to give it a year two years three years ten years just play Sekiro at this point that I mean, the, want you to play Sekiro the best argument for that too Soul is that we won't get another FromSoft game for like another couple of years so you got well, time well, I don't okay. think so they're working on one though well there was there was that leak that Armored Core is coming out in 2023 so oh, I ain't playing that shit and then there's oh, Elden Ring then, and then, then there's Elden Ring DLC as well so. it ain't all about you macho you want another game we're getting one oh it's not the one I wanted shut up <laughs> you're getting a game I got enough Final Fantasy games to play so I'll be alright there you right, go right. yeah why do you want another FromSoft you're just gonna play Final Fantasy 14 yeah you're right actually <laughs> we want more games. You're the guy that's like, we're not getting any games this year. Continues to play Final Fantasy 14 for the hundredth time. What, dude? I... You're an idiot. Get off of Twitter. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, man, man, that is yeah. that's uh, that's Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good shit, man. We'll talk about this at the end of the year more. Where uh, I mean, if you want to have an Elden Ring spoiler cast, we could definitely do that too. Yeah. Watch Which, Media's videos. We talked about this sad. for like at least an hour, so we might as well. <laughs> which makes me sad, man, because like I did, I did Ronnie's quest, which is also another thing that like I yeah. this I don't know about you guys, but this was like the from Ronnie? software game that like I yeah. I had never done like side quests in like the other games. Like, interesting. I would I would maybe like stumble upon them and maybe do like only half of them, but I would stick to the main to the main path for all of those games. This is the one game that I literally did like I want to say like seventy five percent of like side characters. Um, and then like wow. I did, I did Ronnie's quest. I did, I did all her quests, and I, I was really looking forward to her ending. 
Um, but I will get to see well, that. Dude, so. then, then you did a lot. You did a lot of stuff. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So then leave. Okay. Don't play it for a minute. When you get back to it, there's a whole underground section. There's another bot. Okay. There's more stuff. Okay. Leave it. Leave it for later. Get back. You know, go to your mind. Go to the temples. Go to a mountain. Meditate. I did, but I did. I did like, well, unless there's one that I don't know about. But I, I'm pretty sure I did like all the underground stuff. What like, was the last thing you did underground? Um... Like, I did, like, the Einzel River, I did the Deep Root Deaths, I did the Nakron Eternal City stuff. Um, what, 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 who did you fight? Um, you did a lot more than I did, that's for sure. Uh, well, tell me, tell me what boss you're, you're talking about, and I'll tell you if I beat him or not. Um, I forgot his name. He's a star. He's like, he's like a serpent. Uh, like a like a like a bug like a big bug. Estelle, uh, Estelle. natural born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat him. Oh, dude, it's right there. Her her thing ends like right after that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what that that that's what I just said. <laughs> I, but, I did her I didn't even finish it. Because I didn't. I I mean I didn't beat like the the main campaign. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I saw <laughs> the last the last thing I have to do with Ronnie is like she shows up literally once you become like Elden Lord or whatever, right? And yeah, she's like, oh yeah, uh, the moon. Uh, and yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't like, I, I haven't completed it like all the way through. I guess what I'm saying. Okay, uh, but okay, yeah, okay. that's it for 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 that. Uh, let's move into the into the podcast and and talk about some of these topics, man. <laughs> um, guys, there is uh, a Black Panther game in development apparently yeah uh so some 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 facts or some details uh in case you don't know in case you're living under a rock um the project (laughs) is titled uh project uh rainier developed by the new studio uh headlined by x monolith uh vp kevin stevens and the game is being published by ea so uh, take that as you will hey man Um, they made star wars for all order that's a great game yeah you didn't play it, right? Uh, I mean, they published I, it. But I, was, but, made it. <laughs> but I was saying one game, one game in the last, you know, like I don't know. Anyway, decade. Uh, <laughs> it is it is an open world single player game where the player becomes the new Black Panther, and of course, it is early in development. Um, are you guys are you guys down for a Black Panther? Tell, well, number one, are you guys down for a Black Panther game? And number two, who is your like dream studio to work on a Black Panther game? Oh, that's oh. a tough one. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, as far as Dream Studio, I have no idea because we're t- still talking about the banner under EA, right? Um, I mean, it could be could be anyone. Oh, man. And it can be well, any genre. Does it that doesn't have to be open world? Well, don't let it be dice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about Studio, but the thing is, I, yeah, I do want a Black Panther game. And uh, Avengers was like they kind of have a really good blueprint. I don't know they're really good in the combos and the actual like flair of Black Panther's combos. And then we, if I'm thinking about more about like his fighting style and like how fluid and fun it can feel, then I'm thinking of Marvel's Capcom Infinite, where Black Panther's actually a character in that game, and he was just so much fun. He was incredible in that game. And right. when I think about Black Panther specifically, like a, his own game, I'm thinking stealth action narrative um right oh then ubisoft <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not splinter cell <laughs> no oh, man. but yeah i mean either way i think um a black panther game is is 
way overdue. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. for that. I think I, I would. Black Panther, I feel, is in the same category as not as a Spider-Man in terms of like the type of game it can be. I think I think Insomniac, the way that they're approaching Wolverine, being a more mature game, more story-driven game, I think that's the way to go with Black Panther because you can dive more into the politics of Wakanda, make it more of a family matter, you know, make it. That's why Black Panther, the movie, was so good. Most of the conflict, although very beautiful and flashy, you know, all the, 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 the fights and whatnot, it was all about the intricacies of the villain and the back and forth between him and T'Challa, you know. So I think that an Insomniac would be pretty dope to make Black Panther, but not, I don't think an open world. I think a more, like a open zone, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Or like a, a, just a story driven, like a Last of Us kind of thing where you have certain sections where they are open, but the game is not open world. Because I don't know how to treat... I, I don't know how would you go about an open world Black Panther. Isn't open world just a rumor, though? I mean, yeah, yeah. going by the rumor, you know, I, I wouldn't want an open world. I like a more story-driven, uh, you know, and you evolve as the Black Panther or whatever the case may be for that. Right. It, that's why open world doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Especially for something right. like this, for like a superhero. I mean, wouldn't you want to... If it entirely takes place in, in Wakanda, wouldn't you want to, like, explore that at your leisure? But that wouldn't I mean, be open world, though. It would be open zone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how big is Wakanda? Isn't I mean, it, isn't it like, a an whole, entire country? It's a nation. True. It's a whole nation, True. yeah. True. But, but that's but the thing. I don't know, because when, 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 when I'm thinking open world, like, it's either, like, Spider-Man, right? Where you're just jumping right. from building to building. I'm like, oh, my Black Panther, I'm just going to be just be running from, like, like village to village. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or be or be like Garrow like or like situation. a or like Garrow. I'm just slowly walking to the next village and looking for signposts and shit like that. Like that's that's why I'm like open worlds for Black Panther sounds really weird. Like open zone sounds like way more specific right, and but like here's the intimate. Thing. But you just said that with the Witcher and whatnot, and some executive hears you and he's gonna be like, exactly. That's exactly what we need. Like it makes sense to make an, yeah. a Black Panther where instead of a New York for Spider-Man, it's a Wakanda. It's the villages. It's you know you. But here's the thing: Do we only want to make the story in Wakanda? Don't we want to see him do missions in other places of the world? And in also, that case, that's true too. You know, make Do, it like a Dark Siders. Does it? Uh, <laughs> does Black Panther actually like run like a panther at all, <laughs> or did I just make that up? You no, definitely he runs made fast, that shit. <laughs> but he doesn't. But he runs he's, fast, right? He's he's yeah. he's. he's, he's, he's <laughs> He's not an anamorph, man. He's like, it's, <laughs> he's an actual oh, guy in a no, suit. No, yeah, he's not. He's not Vixen from DC. That yeah, shows yeah. Actual yeah. <laughs> okay, but my, where I was going with that with that was right. that like he does he does run fast though. So yeah, so, and Endgame like, he runs it, super fast. Yeah, so it could be fun just like you know running super fast like on just open plains and shit like that. I don't know. Maybe, in maybe. Case, you then, then, a... then, then you're running into Forspoken, <laughs> where you're just yeah. gliding. Oh, yeah, but, but at least, that... at least with Forspoken, you, you can do little twirls and shit like that. You know? True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True. Who's to say you can't up upgrade Black Panther to be more flashy? You know, or the Make... or the run like a panther. I mean, I mean, listen, man. You just want to see that man on all fours, just to be clear. Just, whoa, whoa, just, whoa, just, whoa, whoa. This is the second time you mentioned that already. I'm just saying. Hey, yo, bro. Jesus. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Walt? Were you gonna say, <laughs> "Hey, brother, what the hell? Are, where are we? What is even happening?" No, what I was saying is that to make the because if 
the logic is you know he's he can run fast you can make him like go from village to because there's like a lot of village it was like five tribes um then you can make a captain america game because he can just run because in infinity war yeah. we can see them both just sprint towards the chitari or whatever so like i don't know with black panther he has shown to be very agile, very nimble. And winter in Winter Soldier, no, Civil War, when he's fighting the Winter Soldier, uh you can see him like uh what is it, leap from wall to wall. Then if anything you can make it like as small or as big as like a dishonored, where it's like a set level where you can improvise stealth and do certain things, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They they just can't assume that people watch the movies are also gonna play the game. So yeah. it's a matter of reintroducing everything too, which is why I think it's important to have Wakanda like such a focal point of all that stuff too, along with him being a hero. And but the thing is too, the story apparently what is like the players can take on the mantle of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and not T'Challa, just Black Panther. Black Panther right. can be the one in succession. Maybe can they can do another version? Maybe right. do, they do a, a Killmonger. I don't know or a Shuri. It's gonna um, be it's gonna be really tricky. Mm. It is, and I think this is not the moment. To start thinking about doing a Black Panther game specifically because there's going to be a lot of conflict with people being like, like, oh, like, who is it going to be? Like, oh, we don't. And if, if it's not a Black Panther that people recognize, is it going to sell well? And I think a good blueprint blueprint for companies to see and look at when they make a, a, a property video game, you know, like a Marvel or Star Wars, look at Marvel's Avengers. Just because it's recognized doesn't mean people are going to love it. Some people will. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be the phenomenon that you think it's going to be. So I think this is something that you give to people like an insomniac that is very, you know, very precise with the storytelling and world building. And hey, who's to say we don't get a, a game CU, a GCU, or what was it? A, a, a Marvel game universe, an MGU? I don't know. <laughs> Do something like that. Yeah. Perhaps. Um... I don't know who my dream studio would be. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, when I when I thought of that question, I didn't think of an answer. So, um, <laughs> well, but, well, thanks for giving us a question none of us can answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm 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 curious at the very least to see what this thing is. But um, right, you know, it's EA. So all I know is that I, the music has to be fucking fire yeah. the music has to slot and and it has to be a respectfully done game because there's a lot of culture when you set foot in Wakanda that has to be done tastefully well so don't give it a 343 three, then oop did I say oh. out loud oop. did I say out loud oop. oops my bad and I oop stop <laughs> and I oop <laughs> um but yeah man we'll, we'll see we'll see how, how EA handles that this man, man chose we'll... violence today <laughs> <laughs> yeah man we'll see, see we'll see uh, but yes sir so that is uh, blank black <laughs> hey, come God, on man God damn. don't give this game a soul <laughs> <laughs> don't give this to soul black panther god damn um Yes, this man's uh, thinking like an executive already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us let's uh, move on to uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, um, I'm sure this got everybody in the tizzy. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need y'all, I'm gonna need y'all to, to talk me off the edge, man, because I'm about to jump. Because <laughs> 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 guys, pool, right? I'm, I'm worried, man. I'm worried. This is gonna uh, be your one RPG too, man. I know, man, and I actually really <laughs> like this game too, man. Um, but yeah, so essentially, uh, this game was just announced way too early. Um, I don't have, I don't, I don't know if you guys have like uh, any like the details and in, in like the specifics in mind. But the only thing that I read about this was that uh, both Sony and Lucasfilm saw a uh, vertical slice or whatever, and that they were unimpressed by it. And two directors <laughs> yeah. were fired, and that's that's basically what I know about this. Does anyone have any Mind other you, details? So it's not an official. It's not official, but it was a report by Jason Schreier, which yeah, by by Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It, so there is some credibility behind it um i mean i have the article here i can like skim the first uh a remake uh-huh. yeah what, what are the other details because i just sent that one bit to you guys i was like wow they so, just they told them to get the f out of there dude so so, crazy. This is what, so what happened was as uh asper uh, abruptly fired the game's art director and design director this month in a series of meetings throughout july asper's two studio heads told employees that the project is on pause and that the company will look for new right. contracts and development opportunities. Yeah, said the we, people. Yeah, we probably should have said that to to open it up. That yeah, Nice of the Old Republic remake by Aspire has been indefinitely delayed. Apparently, so bad that they are looking for other projects right now to do. Yeah. So the following week, uh, the company fired design director Brad Prince and art director Jason Miner. Neither. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to put them on blast. So. Hey, man, <laughs> Jason already did. <laughs> uh, yeah, neither responded to requests for comment. So, yeah, we don't know what, 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 what happened. But like Macho said, I, I imagine the pitch meeting. Okay, so this is, nope, get out, <laughs> get out. Yeah, that's that's really bad. If like they they, they show you a vertical slice and they're so unimpressed that they just got booted. Like that's. It must have been like really bad or like really not in the vision that they were hoping for, or at least in the place that they wanted it to be, to for them to fire directors. Yeah, I I do feel this is the the opposite of what happened with Netflix and Avatar: The Last Airbender, where the creators were like, "We don't see eye to eye, we're just gonna leave." And this one, it was, "We don't see eye to eye, get the hell out." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it, so it crazy. Suck. Yeah, it's the indefinitely part that sucks because. But you just know that you're right, Soul. It was announced way too early, way too soon. This goes back to the point I made a couple of podcasts ago that sometimes you just, you really need a trailer. You need something to show. You don't, it don't, don't gas us up like years prior. Well, here's, you know? here's the thing is that like for like announcement trailers, I'm not expecting you know what god of war did in 2016 where at e3 2016 they gave you like a goddamn like eight minute gameplay demo like that's that's a rarity mm-hmm. but with like announcement trailers like i'm 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 okay with you know like even cgi you know quick one minute trailers or just little quick teaser trailers because again you're announcing the game yeah, um so like right. so like with with knights of the old republic like i was i was okay with that little teaser um but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess the big thing is that um, with Aspire specifically, 
the thing with them is that they they were a a sort of porthouse studio. They've they haven't at least to my knowledge they haven't really worked on a big major game like themselves. They've been primarily just a team that has ported other people's games to other platforms. Um, but doing a good job so, of it, I will say. Well, yeah, mostly because like, Knights of the Republic Two was kind of in a bit of a funk. But right, right. So where I'm going with this is that like. I, you know, which is totally fair by them. They probably wanted to get out of that rut at some point. Like I would imagine, every studio that's in that position would want to, right? Like, like uh, that Sony VASG. They wanted to, you know, do their own shit. You know, with the with Uncharted or they wanted to impress Sony by doing the Last of Us remake, and then Sony was like, "Nah, we're giving that. Naughty Dog is gonna take that now." Uh, so I imagine it's, it's something like that here with, with, with them, that they wanted to get out of that rut, they wanted to do something on their own, they wanted to kind of spread their wings a little bit, and I think they may have bit off a little more than they could chew with this. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is a fucking big game. To try to modernize that old-ass, dusty-ass gameplay into you know into into the it modern is, age it is it is quite it, it is it is quite dusty i i booted up for like 10 15 minutes. i'm like oh man this is definitely old gameplay <laughs> that gameplay is rough man it's yeah. rough i still so want to play it though but yeah it's definitely yeah, on the it's, rough side yeah it's it's a great game but yeah to try to modernize that like it is it is a remake in the tr- truest sense man you are literally going to have to pull out everything yeah um so yeah i would imagine that yeah to do for for a first time studio <laughs> to undertake like for your first major project on your own to be something of that magnitude hell yeah there's gonna be problems man yeah and it's, it's um, not so. only old it's star wars so you're working with a fandom that is very passionate <laughs> very vocal not, yeah. not even just the fandom it's just the expectations of a star wars it's like yeah but but it's all, it, for some yeah, Star Wars is always through the roof when it comes to expectations, and then and, 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 and the reactions are not very good. Have we seen the last five to six years of the sequels? While people, you know, may differ in how they came out in quality, but they were very passionate. <laughs> to not say another word. I mean, I, I see that. I see the reception for even Obi Wan, where just a lot of people just didn't like it. You know, I really liked it. I liked what I watched, but. There's definitely the, its criticisms, and some Star Wars fans just completely write it off. Yeah. So I mean, so, I don't know. Star, Star Wars is like in a really weird place, but that's why Jedi Fallen yeah. Order was like such a great breakthrough for that yeah. um, franchise, just in games in general. And I was yeah. kind of hoping the same this Kotar remake, but it seems like it's even in like even worse state. Yeah, and in that case, it was respawn. Respawn at the very least had, you know, they they don't they didn't have a history of like like just ports they had actual games that they had built in this case maybe they just yeah like soul said they you know bit off more than they can chew i would say to hand it off to the original developer which was bioware but bioware's got their hands full a little bit full right now so a little bit yeah just a little <laughs> bit um i don't know did they are, they are they just doing the mass effect game i mean they're doing both mass oh, doing effect dragon and age. dragon age oh then yeah yeah they're yeah. doing the the four they're doing the the big sequel yeah, then they're they're absolutely busy. There's no way they can work on yeah. this. And Anthem, man, Anthem. <laughs> no, that's gone. That's it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I mean, this. So, do you guys think that this game is in in 
how do I say this? In in trouble, or that it's an impossibility of it being canceled, or just like I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think we will ever see this game? That this game will see the light of day eventually. I, I, there's two routes that I see this going. This is not going to be this generation. This is a next generation game. This is not PS5, oh, Series X. Jesus this is, Christ! <laughs> this is not for this generation. The other side, this is a scale bound situation, and it's just gone. One of the two. But we're not seeing this for PS5 or Series X. Uh, I mean, I disagree. I, I think we're going to see it. It's just there has to be a blueprint there. They've been working on it right since like, they announced it. I mean, they, even, they, even, they even, even before then. Even before then. Yeah, because they've been working on it for three years apparently already. Yeah. 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 So, so and, the... and they fired their art director. Like, that. who's to say that when the new art director comes on board, there's not going to be any differences. Like, I, I, my thing is assuming that the next people they get on board, there's more creative differences. The more creative differences, the more this is going to backpile, you know, pile up in the back. And we're going to have to dust that up in the future. But I do think that this is going to be, like, near the, the end or the beginning, of, uh, like, of the new cycle of gen of consoles or the end of this cycle. Yeah, that that I do agree with. But, like, I don't think it's going to be canceled, though. It's no. I, they, I they, they they want to they want to avoid you know the whole um uh with the other Star Wars games going to come out that was like the bounty hunters thirteen thirteen Star Wars thirteen thirteen they want to yeah, avoid yeah. like that whole situation too. Like a cancel, right? It, yeah, it's yeah it's because like again it's it's Knights of the Old Republic like that's like one stuff they want to come back you know it's mm -hmm. been people been claiming for for years so I think the last thing that PlayStation and Oh, whoever was like uh, collaborating on this one wanted to be canceled. Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Yeah, that's the last mm. thing they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think yeah, I think we do see this eventually, but yeah, as you guys kind of alluded to, it's not going to be for a while, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they that they are looking for other projects in the meantime is just insane to me. Um, yeah. Like I. Don't think I don't... I'd say we say we see GTA Six first. Did this? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. No, I, that's. I'm again. I'm. I'm really to see like what they're gonna do because I don't know if it's. It seems like it's gonna be more of a reimagining, than and not even like a hardcore RPG. It seems like it might just be like a linear thing if they're gonna, you know, if they want it out by 2025 unless those devs crunch real hard. <laughs> mm. You know, we'll see. I mean, we'll see at the end of the day how it really goes by. But I don't know, man. This, this, so far that doesn't sound like great at all, man. They're looking for other stuff to do. I don't feel so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, about this. But yeah. In the meantime, in the meantime, I'll just, I'll just play the old one because I still have it on my Switch. I haven't played it yet. So yeah, I've never played that game. That's why, like this remake, like it gave me hope to like, oh, maybe I don't even have to play the old one. I'll just wait for this one. Well, tough luck. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great game, man. That like that game, Jet Set Radio and Halo were like the games that I played on on Xbox when I was a kid back in the day. Um, oh wow, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I that makes me sad, man. I guess I guess we can have like a, a wider discussion on whether and. I don't even know if this game was announced too soon because apparently there was a thing that they were saying that this game was going to come out in 2022, so which Psych. which is nuts. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess this does kind of tie into a conversation of like 
what what is like the sweet spot for you guys in terms of like when games get announced because i think i think the one thing that we can say for certain is that like this game probably shouldn't have been announced when it was because i mean it's not like all these problems start only happened within this last year like if they've been working on it for three years it's probably it's obvious to me at least or i would think that they've been having issues for a really long time um so like i don't know i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is like when you what is the sweet spot for you guys in terms of like when games get announced because i think for me it's how god of war and spider-man 2018 handled it where they were both announced two years in advance so like two years is is the window for me anything beyond that i start to get a little like not like i guess like antsy but like just like okay like i i want to play the game now like i'm tired of seeing it um like almost last of us part two like yes it was exciting seeing that announced all the way back in 2016 but it was like damn like we had to see that game for four years before it came out you know what i mean yeah so like yeah what what is like what do you i don't know like what's your like kind of what is the thing you're looking for when when a game is announced like is it two years or three years or because even final fantasy like macho like do you get excited knowing that you know final fantasy 7 remake was announced in 2015 but you had to wait five years for it like what what is it for you oh man i got even a worse one for you uh having final fantasy versus 13 announced in 2006 <laughs> having that shit change in like 2013 2014 and not getting the game to 2015 so yeah i've been to the but ring that was hype but that was hype though <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong this shit was hype man um <laughs> but yeah I, I, i'm in the same boat with you it's like we, we get the like, reveal trailer whether it's a cg or it's actually showing some gameplay right that's like it gets gets us really hyped or it's a nice vertical slice and then you actually get the game more or less like you know Two to three years out, I feel like that's a that's a good sweet spot for me, um, because like I'm the same thing, same way with you. And we had a couple of um, uh, announcements from Annapurna where you know some of the games are not coming out to like 2025 or something like that. Whoa, yeah. really? I think one of them was yeah, the one I sent in the, in the chat. I think it's the uh, Jurassic World or not Jurassic World, the uh, Dinosaur Survival game. For yeah, the Lost Wild. Yeah, it's it's like 2024, 2025 or something like that. And I was like, oh god, that's ever <laughs> like it's forever dude 24 24 24 okay yeah so but yeah again that's a sweet spot for me really like i just want to get excited for it that i can play it soon mm. and uh that's why i got really hyped for what was it Vomit 7 rebirth because mm. i knew we we're gonna get like a trailer of that but i figured that we wouldn't be getting that game getting that game until another three years for them to say like you no know, winter uh winter 2023 or whatever and i was like yo Okay, now I can get like really hyped for this. That's cool. So, yeah, I think. About you, Walt. I think it depends on on the type of announcement and and who is announcing it. For me, well, so I'm a, a bit grim, but I think that getting announced a game, you know, five six years down the line, that is like five or six years down the line. Uh, I've talked about how, oh, that's not the ideal way to do it because you're setting expectations. But, you know, I talk, that's me talking for everyone else, putting words on people's mouth. But for me, I, sometimes if you tell me, like, uh, you show me a a CG trailer and that game is five years away, and I say grim because I'm like, 
oh man, five years. Oh man, I hope I'm 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 alive and kicking in five years. I got something to look forward to. Oh man, that game is gonna be so cool. Like it, it's a thing of of hope and a thing of looking forward to in the future. Where now in my mind, I'm like, okay, 2025. It's you know, Last of Us Part Three. Oh sweet, I can't wait. Like and it'll give me hope until then. And from from now until then, I can look forward for, to something. But I think the sweet spot for a gameplay trailer something that showcases actual gameplay even if down you know on the bottom screen says you know work still in progress i think two years that's like a very good i'd say even three years um just as like margin of error just in case any you know unpredictable situations happen if there's anything the pandemic taught me is that shit can happen and it'll hit the fan real quick uh but i think a game that did get announced and I'm still, I mean, I never fell off the, the, the excitement for it was the sequel for Breath of the Wild because it had that little trailer uh, years back. And then you had the, the director saying, hey, we're going to have to delay it. I didn't feel sadness at the delay. I was like, okay, no, I, I mean, this still exists. I'm still, you know, I'm still on it. We're still on it. Uh <laughs> The one game that I always hear people talk about and how they had to wait so long, but I don't think there was an official announcement. It was just a teaser of a possible sequel. Was Kingdom Hearts 1 to 2 or Kingdom Hearts 2 to 3? That was 2 to 3. 2 to 3 where there was like, what, like 10 years or something? Where uh, Kingdom, Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in 2006 and, and 3 came out 2019. Okay, so like more than 10 years like almost i mean that's well, insane then, there was that teaser in e3 2013 right the same the same one that they had uh where they showed final fantasy 15 for the first time yep right right and and the and it's very few you know, few and far between but i think kingdom hearts 3 final fantasy versus these are the types of games that you start doubting if they even do exist like with Elden ring like people started to say like is Elden ring even real you know jeff Keighley was in gamer jail like we were all demanding, like what's going on? Like doesn't even exist because we only got that one CG trailer and that was it. And they went dark for like two years or something. Um, but I think my sweet spot is like two years, let's say two years and a half. That's like to average it. Uh, but it very much depends. If if Bethesda's like, hey, we're working on a sci-fi game. We've got Starfield as our next big project. It's taken them forever, but they're still pumping out games. You know, that's also a matter of is the company doing other games? Is this the only thing they're working on? You know, uh, matter of factors, but yeah, two years and a half. That's I'd say that's my. See, that's I think I think I think they're like a prime example of like a company like how not to do it mm-hmm. because Starfield was announced technically back in 2018, um, the same year that Elder Scrolls fucking six was announced, um, mm. and in Starfield's case, we're not getting that game five years later until five years later. God knows when we're getting Elder Scrolls Six. So, like to me, that's that's like that's too much. You know, I hate yeah. I hate that specifically. Like announcing shit that is clearly like you don't you're like you haven't like this isn't even a game yet. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. Yeah, um, that that was my impression when I saw Sonic Frontiers the gameplay. I was like, is are they are they joking? Like this looks like a tech demo. Like why are they showcasing this when it's like. You know, like like Sega, what's going on? Uh, but then at that point, 
it, that's a different ball game because then they tell you, oh, it's coming soon, and then you're like, yikes, it doesn't look polished at all. It looks like this. It looks like that. So it, it changes the feeling. So it's a very case by case situation. But of like, you know, Naughty Dog today announces, oh, you know, we're doing, you know, our, our next title is called this, and here's some concept art because that's the new trend, y'all. Now it's concept art. Now it's not. <laughs> it's there's no trailers, no CG, there's no title screen. No, this is uh, some concept art we're working on, and it's like, I don't, I don't. That part I still don't get. I don't, I don't get the the hype for concept art. Uh, I appreciate it, but I don't know why that became a thing. You know, I think I think PlayStation overall has been a lot better. Um, right. Like just thinking about their first um, PS5 showcase in June 2020. Like looking at things like, don't laugh, don't laugh, okay? But like Destruction All Stars, Sackboy, <laughs> Returnal, Ratchet, hey, don't laugh. like all those things were out. Mm-hmm. Spider Man, Demon Souls, like all those things were out, like literally, mm-hmm. like that year, uh, w- like within you know the the first like year of of PS Five, um, right? You know, and then even things like Kana and Solar Ash, like you know, still twenty twenty one um horizon you know was at the most like two years and gt7 as well um you know so i think overall like they like my impression is like they definitely don't do the last guardian thing anymore or i don't think the last maybe naughty dog is the exception but like the last was part two thing of like announcing something that's four years away like i feel like we haven't really gotten a lot of that from them specifically um, recently, which is something in this new regime that I really, really appreciate. That it seems like things are being announced one year, maybe two years away at most. Yeah, yeah. Which I, which I love, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Because uh, again, we're, we had like that roadmap. It reminds me a lot of MCU the way they do their things. Actually, how they break Roadmaps. things up into phases. And mm. here's a here's a project to look forward to for the next couple years that we're working on. You know, and then it's when you get the Ant-Man and, and the Wasp, and then you have, you know, Black Panther 2. And also, the same thing with Sony they did, where it's like, here you can look forward to Horizon, uh, Gran Turismo. We also got God of War in development. And then Spider-Man. And then the last show- showcase we got, we got the Kotar remake, Spider-Man 2. Like, all that stuff we could look forward to, like, next year, except for Kotar. But, um, yeah, yeah. but Spider-Man 2 is, like, one, you know, has been really quiet. So we're expecting something soon on that, at least, if they do yeah. plan to stick to that 2023 release. Yeah, for sure. And it is kind of, like, exciting because, like, most of those things that were showed off in those uh, showcases, uh, they're already out or they are about to come out. So, like, it is exciting to think about, like, okay, now the next showcase we show, like, okay, let's show, like, what is, what's coming on the horizon for, like, the next one or two years or whatever. So, like, um, it makes it feel like things are a lot closer than they really are, right? They're not super far out in the horizon, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I'm excited for God War Ragnarok, because not only does that mean we're getting a, a you know, supposedly... I mean, I, I have hopes it's going to be, like, in a great game, even better than the 2018 version, but um, but we're getting that at the end of the year, and we might be getting a showcase soon on what PlayStation's going to be doing for the next couple of years, so... Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God of War 2018 was alright. It wasn't... I think it's overhyped. You know, I didn't deserve giving the year anything. Um, You're not funny, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> as I'm yeah, playing so it, got a last thing or one of the last things 
Well, our last major topic, I guess, that we can talk about is uh, Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, so, again, I'm gonna need, I might need someone's help on this, but uh, I think this is Bloomberg as well. Uh, they kind it's of on broke, fire this week. broke details on, on this project. Um, so one of the major things, uh, I, I guess, like the the th- like the major thing about this uh, article was detailing uh, Rockstar's improved uh, sort of like um, like workplace culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that things are definitely getting a lot better there. Yeah, um, the the frat boy culture, they're, they're cleaning up the frat boy culture, as they mentioned. Um, employees were saying that like. Yeah, like development on this game may take longer than anticipated, but it is it's worth it because everyone is still getting acclimated and and are adjusting to sort of like the new quote unquote rock star. Um, Which is so really yeah, good. That, that's really good. Yeah, that's good. Um, aside from that, um, yeah, we got a little bit of info on GTA Six. Uh, we do know that it is indeed taking place in Vice City. Um, that it is kind of being inspired by a Bonnie and Clyde sort of uh, kind of deal with the main characters. Um, yeah. One of the leads is a female protagonist, and First uh, time surpri- ever. and surprise, surprise, uh, you know the um, the the usual suspects, the you know the people, <laughs> the the all lives matter people, <laughs> had problems with this. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> they had problems with this. Is it too uh, woke? Too woke? What? Uh, oh, so, uh. I've had a quarter yeah, for every man. time I read that term this week. I'll be fucking so, rich, dude. My 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 two cents on this, and this is the this is the only thing that I'll say on this, is that um, th- these people not pay attention to uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Did they not pay attention to uh, the Ballad of Gay Tony? Who did you play as in, in, in that DLC? What a throwback. Holy hell, who did, I haven't who did you, heard that title in a minute. Who did you play as in, in San Andreas? Uh, who did you play as in, in GTA 4? You know, you're playing a goddamn Russian, right? So, like, this whole idea of them being quote-unquote woke or whatever like you have been playing as as a variety of different people from variety of walks of life in this series since its inception basically um so this idea of them going woke or whatever just doesn't it doesn't hold any water for me right so yeah um it's I don't know. It's it's just ironic, you know. They're they're having a blast playing as CJ in San Andreas, but oh heaven forbid we play female, you know. And then it's just like it's too much for them. You know? And they're Latina at that, so it's Latina immediately going to be a better a better game than in, in uh, the previous GTA game. Yes, sir. So, so uh, yeah, man. So uh, how how is everyone feeling about GTA Six with with uh, this information coming out? More hopeful, that's for sure. Especially since I'm not like the biggest GTA guy, like by a long shot, the only Rockstar game I actually completed and loved was Red Dead Redemption and RDR2 to, to an extent. Um, what a nerd. Uh, and, and Bully. I played a bit of Bully. I never finished it, but I really like Bully too. But Really good. Uh, but other than that, yeah, the Grand Theft Auto games never really, like, attracted me. It was mostly, like, one of those games where I would go over to a cousin's house, we'll boot it up, and just, just shoot the shit, really. Just, like, you know, get as Literally. much 
cops literally get as much cop stars <laughs> as we can um you know in a hey, run and, and listen and listen to that stupid uh radio that would go on all the time <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it was just whatever it is it, it was mostly vice city that i played in gta 3 i never really oh, played God. san andreas um yeah. and uh and even when i actually i got the collection on ps2 it was actually a gta trilogy collection on ps2 that i actually picked up and i tried to play through them i just i just couldn't finish them because i just got bored um just right. to, yeah so yeah i'm never big of a gta guy and i even trying gta 5 multiple times and replaying it multiple times i just could never finish it because i just got bored so i'm really hoping that this one uh is it, it it actually you know what's the word what's the term that still uses uh sinks his teeth into me uh yeah <laughs> I, I hope that uh, I hope that it does it for this one, especially with the Latina uh, protagonist. I think that's really cool. So, um, sure. yeah, there's a couple other things that actually have me interested just to try it out too. Now that the news is out, but um, I don't know. If, I guess we can get to the other like you know other stuff about this report a little later. Um, but Walt, what do you think? I I am very intrigued. I now I can actually like expect something different. Because first, you know, first ever female protagonist, if we're gonna having a duel, you know, I hope they don't go the route that Ubisoft with, did, you know, that they do the Bunny and Clyde thing, but then the other person's a dude, and then they just market more of the dude. I hope they, you know, they, they either do both, or if they're gonna do one, they do her. I uh, wanna see more. Lat- Here's the thing with this game it's not even about the aspect of gameplay because i know gameplay you know rockstar is solid in gameplay they have that like down are they my big i i think so i think that they're solid in gameplay mm. i i i read that i read the redemption 2 it was a fun game to play i had a blast playing it if they can improve they can they have room to improve but i think they have like they have an idea what they're doing it's gonna be a third person you know open world game that's I like we know that much uh they're gonna do the thing where they're gonna be releasing more sections of the world as time goes by. Uh, I think that was like to reduce crunch. So they're only releasing, you know, the game with one area, but then they're gonna add on to that more and more. Because I heard a rumor or read a rumor where initially the big thing was they were they wanted to have two sections that represented one North America and one South America, like have two completely different regions, and then have the character like go back and forth. And to do something that ambitious, you need a lot of time, a lot of people, a lot of manpower. Uh, which I think that's why they're doing then, you know, just one area. With being a Latina, a couple things. Let's drop the BS ways that we talk like. You know? I'm not throwing amigo here and there. I'm not throwing the, you know, what's up, amigo? Oh, oh. like, let's, let's drop that. Let's get some actual people that know how Spanish works. The, stero- full- the stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, let's drop the stereotypes. Let's drop this like the very cringy, you know, cabrón. Like uh, we don't yeah. say cabrón every time. Like if anything, a Puerto Rican does, but we're not gonna have a Puerto Rican problem. It was was um, real quick as a side point. Uh, so when I was actually watching Young Justice season two, and I remember how you say like, oh yeah, like Blue Beetle's kind of like his dialogue is really like cringy, stereotypical Hispanic. Yeah, I didn't remember until I actually like saw <laughs> we watched. Exactly. I was like, I was like, yeah, this dude actually does do like I don't know, like he like he does yeah, like way <laughs> too often. And I was like, dude, too all right. Much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, too continue. Much. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, it's mega cringy. No, no, you're good. Uh, 
I think we should have full-blown Spanish conversations at times. Like, put some subtitles down there. Let people read. Like, let's get some full-on conversations in Spanish. Would Far um, Cry 6 be an example? You play this. I have. Yeah, Far Cry 6, I do think that it does have longer-form Spanish phrases. It still does have sometimes that, you know, the occasional drop of Spanish while speaking English in a way that doesn't feel natural. Mm. But it does it better than previous games. I think that a game that does it beautifully is Miles Morales. And the way that they incorporate culture as well with the apartment, you know, having all these knickknacks and all these things that represent Puerto Rico and black culture and all this. Because, you know, being half and half. Uh, and the mom being a Puerto Rican and her talking Spanish while she's cooking and... Like and it's like actual genuine Spanish. So I hope that they do that. Whether we go in Colombian, Venezuelan, Peruvian, I don't care. We just do the the dialect justice. You know. Uh, yeah. I assume because you know me assuming. Uh, if we're doing a Vice City, that's a Miami. Miami is predominantly Cuban. Maybe mm -hmm. we're getting a Cuban protagonist. Uh, you know, maybe half Cuban, half something else. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we go super crazy and we make both protagonists Latinos. Oh, Latina and Latino. Oh, whoa. Uh, that'd be too much for, for the audience. <laughs> We're too much. We're too much. I acknowledge that us Latinos, uh, if we're having a Latina, y'all better be ready because there's going to be a lot of aggressiveness, <laughs> a lot of passive aggressiveness. We do that a lot. I, my, I, I grew up with two sisters and that's been my, my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubbing off on here. If you need a consultant, Rockstar, you know who to hit up. Hey man, let me know. I, I, I got, I'll bring both of them. <laughs> I'll let them just talk their right way out, you know. But yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, man. We, I, I'm excited. I I just hope that they do the the representation part like tastefully, uh, it, especially being the first time, you know, a a, a woman Latina. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. If, if they if they can do you know, uh, cowboy simulation to the nth degree, I, I think they should be have. Blending yeah. in a lat, lat, uh, Latin culture pretty That's true. easily. <laughs> I, I think I I do think they did like people like Lenny in RDR two. They did like people of color in that time where they were less accepted. I think they did it somewhat well. So uh, and also indigenous people. Uh, what was his name in RDR two? Uh, Charles or something? Uh, I think uh, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was also a great character. Sadie, dude, Sadie was probably the best of the group, and she was a a, a woman. She is the and best of the group. She is the the, the greatest. So besides Rockstar besides Arthur Morgan, but like yeah, Sadie's like that's the, the ghost. Best. Yeah, but, but yeah, so Rockstar does have history of making you know good female like characters in their games and or representing minorities uh, to an extent. I think that the woke quote unquote part that people got upset about the you know the the, the usual suspects is that Rockstar said that they're gonna take out uh, any, like, jokes that beat down on people. No, no, not, not take out. They said they're gonna use less of. Use less? Okay. Pardon me. Decrease. They just they just turned it down a little bit. The, the air conditioner's still on it, but it's not on full blast. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I think that's the part where, like, oh, can you take a joke? No, no, listen. You can... I, I know a comedian that is a perfect example of making jokes and never bashing any type of you know marginalized group is gabriel iglesias like fluffy i think fluffy is a fantastic comedian and he never like bashes on anyone 
so it is possible. Satire and comedy is possible without bashing a, a, a group. Look at the boys. The boys doesn't do that. <laughs> well, I, first, before we get into that, because that's a whole conversation itself. Um, so what do you think yeah. about a Latina protagonist? Ay, ay, ay! And the first ever female protagonist for uh, Grand Theft Auto. I'm excited, man. Um, I yeah, mean, I you, mostly you play... I mostly play, like, RPGs as females anyway, so, like, yeah, I'm always down for more. Do, I, I mean, so really, it's it, Do you it's feel not... a certain type of way? If you feel, always play play women, do you feel a certain type of way? Are you okay? If you need to talk to us, you can talk to us, okay? No, it's just, it's just like, I'm bored of, like, seeing just, like, the same people, like, represented in, um, you know, in modern games, so, like... Yep. I don't know. I'm always looking for like I don't know to like when I get the option to create my own character. That's why I always go like female Shepherd or or in Elden Ring or Bloodborne or Neo. I always create you know a woman or Cyberpunk. Why I went with female V. Um, yeah, I don't I know. Agree. It's, I agree. It's no, not agree. like it's not like a big issue or a big deal to me or anything like that. No, it's the same thing with me. Yeah, I. I... I never realized until Sammy Rogers was like, you mostly play as girls, like, in the games. I was like, yeah, because they're cool. <laughs> like, I mean, I, you are a girl, though. I, I, I scream like one, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, here's the thing. No. It's funny, because I love it how we're changing the, the narrative, because, I mean, it should have been this the whole time, where people are like, oh, like, you do this like a girl, and it's like, oh, you mean I'm a badass? Like, now it's, like, different, you know? Now it's like, you punch like a girl, and it's like, oh, shit, for real? Just keep punching them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, like, I I connected so much with fourteen very quickly, um, because a lot of the character, a lot of the main characters, there's a lot of great female characters in Final Fantasy games, no doubt about that. But um, a lot of the main characters are male, and at that point, white male, give or take. Right. And so to so have so, what happened? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> again, she's a side character, but the fact that I could I can make my own Final Fantasy fourteen character not only be a, a female, right? I actually made her a woman, but I made her as a dark skinned woman. So I was like, yeah, like finally, like a like a a, a Pac a female protagonist in a Final Fantasy game. Like, this is like this is what I wanted, and it's it's great. I love it. So I kind of love that we kind of get the same with. Grand Theft Auto, which is one of the biggest gaming franchises in the world. Yeah. It probably, arguably, I'd say it's like second only to Call of Duty. Like yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's a massive, I'd say GTA, like everyone knows GTA. It's like Goku, an anime. It's like you know what a Grand Theft Auto is. It doesn't matter when you played it. You And it's either one of two things. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah, no, you're shooting. You shoot pedestrians and you're running over people. It's horrible. Uh, it's it, the kids, the violence. Uh, you know, it's only it's always those two those two sides of the coin. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. I mean, that is uh, that is that for Grand Theft Auto. Um. When well, you guys we, still, we, we, we still got to talk a little bit about the the, uh, the uh, jokes thing. I think. Um. Oh, what about it? It's just the fact that they're going to use less of it. I think. Um. I, the point I wanted to bring up, at least, is the fact that um, I'm glad that Rockstar is taking some form of responsibility in their influence here, um, or use culture influence for games. Because a lot of people, what they want to harp on was the fact that, well, the whole pa the whole fact of Grand Theft Auto is that it's a parody of reality, 
um, it's like a joke in itself. And people can't take that as a joke, then why are they even playing the series? I feel like that's really irresponsible to say. Like, I get the whole theme and the meta of, of Grand Theft Auto, but at the same time, I feel like Rockstar being as big as they are and Grand Theft Auto being as big as it is, they need to have some form of responsibility to kind of what they put into their games. Um, and not just the violence part of it, because at the end of the day, it's video games, but more or less the messaging and the tone that goes into all that stuff. And um, some arguments I feel like could be a little like too much, but there are other instances where I feel like it's really valid that um, to not punch down on marginalized groups. I feel like that's that's a valid take to have. Like there are other, there's just way more tasteful jokes to have when it comes to um, having some stereotypes or whatever the case may be. And, all that jazz so um but yeah I, I well did you want to say more on this too because i know you touched on it really quickly um no no i think i i, I said pretty much everything i mean i think it, it's it's possible it's just possible it, it just give it a shot you know get give satire a shot without having to beat on people like there's no there's no need to make one group feel you know a certain way for your own entertainment uh i i'm very much someone that enjoys jokes on both fronts you know when done well i think there's some you know like comedians and in, in some games that do certain satire or, or comedy in a certain way that i appreciate but uh, rockstar they had to go to the point where they had to take out certain lines from gta 5 because they were that bad so oh, really yeah they had to Damn. take like a tran like i think it was a trans joke or something or it was it was a it was something in gta 5 story that they had to take out or the dlc mm. so I mean, they're they're pretty self aware. They're they're doing well in cleaning it up, you know, cleaning that studio up. Uh, I just hope that GTA Six is a because I don't think Elder Scrolls Six it's got some hype and expectations around it, but GTA Six though, that's a different kind of expectations that you have on top of you, you know. Yeah. What do you guys think about um, stereotypes and and Grand Theft Auto? What do you mean? Like, because I know that's like kind of like one of like the biggest sticks in like the past series. Do you think they should really lean full on to like parody and stereotypes and all that stuff, or do you think that's going to be super toned down as well? I think they should make it if they're going to go with stereotypes. And again, not all stereotypes are bad stereotypes. Uh, I think it's how it's done, also. And this is as a Puerto Rican man, I think that you can make. A stere- like you can make something around a stereotype but make it where it's the person that's being stereotyped being like making some commentary on it i don't know i feel like there's a way to do it if not just don't touch it like there you can go with the game without a, a single stereotype but if you're gonna do it try and walk on eggshells you know yeah like they need like a really strong writer for they they really yeah. do because at this point in my life i didn't realize uh, there, I've gotten to the point where I do see media portray Hispanics in a certain way, and it's it it's it's starting to dwindle, and it's starting to get to me. It's starting to like it's it's bo- it's tiresome. It doesn't offend me. It just gets very repetitive and very boring real quick, and very, you know, just how every bad guy has to be Mexican, how every bad guy has to be loud and and, and very about fat, <laughs> like every why, every. Why, uh, Mexico always has the orange filter movies. <laughs> Dude, or Cuba with Far Cry 6. Far Cry 6 is all orange filter. Like, it, it's it gone to the point where every drug trafficking 
person or villain is Hispanic and does it for his family. Dude, we don't just carry around drugs and, and do it for, like, we're, we're about family, but we don't just do drugs. Like, I don't know, there's ways of doing it. Like, stop with the stereotype. Stop, stop with, with, this, with the very on-the-nose one. You know, there was a time where, you know, everyone was doing the whole watermelon and the whole grape soda thing and the whole, you know, everyone's Mexican. And, like, we, we're away from that. But now they, they've taken a new form. You know, now we're all bad guys. Now it's all orange filter. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So what do you think about that with the still stereotype stuff? I don't know. It's it's a complicated. I, I'd imagine that this is what comedians struggle with all the time in this current day and age. Because, like, you definitely yeah. can't. You can't tell like the same jokes that, that you told maybe like even 10 years ago that you can tell now. So like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't really get like easily offended. Like a lot of that stuff, like I still, especially like on Twitter when I scroll past and I see, you know, memes that like specifically that I can relate to as a, both a, a, a black man and a Hispanic man. Like I find a lot of that stuff like still funny but I can totally understand what Walt was saying is that like, you know, some like, you know, when he was talking about like, or when you Macho was talking about like Blue Beetle, like some of that stuff, it doesn't like bother me, but it's just like, it's like, ugh. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, again, like it, if it, if it truly bothered me, then I would stop watching Young Justice, but it's just right. like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it's something that I shouldn't have to like that shouldn't like i should be immersed in that show that should be stuff that i don't even pay attention to or like notice but like i, I think if it gets to a point where it does pull me out of something then it's like yeah then it's a problem but like i don't know i'm i'm uh mostly just kind of like go with the flow kind of like whatever like a lot of things really don't get under my skin or like get to me with that kind of stuff um but again that's just me like i know a lot of people like the whole punching down thing like i know Grab the fellow jokes nowadays will definitely bother a lot of people and like for sure you know i know yeah for them i yeah totally yeah. will but like for me like i don't know that's it's a this it's definitely subjective and that that goes like just like comedy just in general right it's it's what's that saying different strokes for different folks so it's it's definitely <laughs> what, yeah it's it's, it's whatever it's, floats your boat yeah i mean yeah. But, but you also have people like you know, you have people in a certain spot in the community or in 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 media that no matter no matter how many jokes they make in that regard, they get away with it. Like like for instance, like late, very late, like very recently, Dave Chappelle, like he's getting a lot of flag for a lot of his specials, right? The man keeps being the way he is. He keeps making the jokes. He apologizes when he needs to. And he just keeps going. I feel like it, it's a, it's an it's a that's another kind of worms. When you do end up doing these jokes and satire, are you do you deserve a second chance? You know, there's people that believe in the whole cancel culture thing, and some people believe in the deplatforming thing. Do you want to like, you know? fire these people from the studio clearly rockstar that was the right move you have to cleanse it out you have to get some people out and get some people to relearn certain ethics but then you have situations like activision blizzard where it's like no we're gonna learn to be better it's like at this point there's no saving you just get out you know so it's like it's a tricky it's a tricky tricky thing 
but I think yeah. So to that point, I think it's just tiresome. Like it's boring. Like it's eye rolling content at this point. When I hear hey no, like amigo, what is wrong with you? like I just I roll my eyes. Like I'm not even a fan. I'm just like ugh. So this is the kind of show we're watching. You know, this is the kind of movie I'm watching. Like I just want to enjoy it in a way where the writing is good. At that point, that's just weak writing. You know, that's a very low hanging fruit. Like anyone can make a joke like that. Anyone can write a movie where there's stereotypes of the wazoo. You know. Yeah. But again, like if it's if it, it, there has to be a distinction. If it if that's like what the the movie or the game or whatever, if that's what it revolves around, like if like some of my favorite movies is is scary movie, like that whole franchise mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that shit like revolves around that sort of really dumb poorly written comedy but it always right. fucking makes me laugh because i know what i'm walking into when i watch exactly. those kinds of movies that's um, the difference I, and i and i find those movies funny but again it's it's not gonna work for everyone so i don't know it's a really compli- complicated question I understand people if, you know, nowadays if they do get offended by it, then, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. I understand why you would be, but um, I'm, for me, it's, I don't know. I'm glad I don't get offended. I am I feel like by not, me, I'm that's the kind of person I am. I don't get offended, and I can enjoy most things. Like, I was very rarely I don't enjoy a movie or a game or a TV show uh, because certain things that they say or do, I'm just like, yeah, we're here. But there's there's very key, and I gotta emphasize very very key things, like the you know, us being temperamental, like things that are very very close to home. Where it's like, I've seen it, it gets repetitive, and then it gets just tiresome, and it, you know it's a it's a whole thing. But I don't get offended. Macho, do you get offended? No, not not really. <laughs> Again, I grew up in a generation where like, even in the the family, right, where like everyone kind of just makes fun of each other. Um, yeah, same. Yeah. So that's kind. Of, it's kind of like the a little bit of the culture. Um, it's not not like you know, we're not punching down, right? We're just like having slight fun. We're just poking fun at each other. But again, I grew up in the culture where I grew up around these comedians like Dave Chappelle and other um, Cat Williams and a couple of others yeah, are just yeah, like, yeah. you know, they or, uh, like for me, yeah. Yeah, like they 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 will they have no filter. So like, mm-hmm. for me, anything is is up in the air. Um, yeah, I don't really get offended, especially for like uh, culture stuff either, because um, because it's ignorant people at the helm of a lot of these things. So like, it's if, for for me, I give them fault for not doing their research and not like actually going to consultants and stuff like that. Um, but I also understand the production workflow, and then at times like these things could just be missed. But you gotta do better next time, kind of thing. Which is why like I'll elevate projects like Miles Morales. Um, that Somniac did where like they did their research and they had little hints and nods like I felt something looking at Miles Morales' refrigerator yes Yes. You know what I mean? I the, felt the something. Food down. Yeah. You see the empanadas and everything. You're like, whoa. I, I felt something looking at the fucking rooster statue in his home. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, the, yeah. the cookies too. Yeah, the yeah. Cookie, the, the, the cookie magnets on on the refrigerator and, and even even the um the little tile houses that are like as a decorations. Uh, I forgot what they're called. But like it's it's basically just like the front part of the Puerto, of some Puerto Rico houses or classic Puerto Rico houses that there would be little like hanging decorations, and my grandmother's 
and even my mother to, to some extent had those all around you know like and so like seeing little things like that like all that stuff like all that stuff matters all that stuff brings context and clues into like the culture and stuff like that and if you can implement that into your game and have it be like the small like personalization stuff that, like then that, that's golden that's like the standard for me um and that's kind of stuff i'll be not looking for grand theft auto 6 really but um I wouldn't be really expecting it, but the thing is, if they do stuff like that, knowing Rockstar being super attentive to detail as they are, then yeah, that's 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 reason for me to get excited to for female protagonists in their game, yeah. and to not stick by those like crazy stereotypes. But yeah. Rockstar, I think Rockstar we... excels at making like banter between characters, like at making a good back and forth. Now the writing is where it gets questionable, and that's where I'm. I'm I disagree. I'm not... I, th- I think I think they're like far and above like one of the best in terms of writing like one of the best in because i because i think the 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 banter gets very questionable when you have a character that is supposed to beat down on a a group and then the character that's receiving it is that like how many times in gta 6 like franklin is around people that are just being absolutely tone deaf like and it's that's where you need to play with with the latina character when she's in certain situations how do people react with her around like how do people refer to her how does she refer to them and while the writing in both the rdr2 or dr1 gta5 is all excellent it is the little moments of cabron amigo that's that'll break my immersion but it doesn't offend me just breaks the immersion but we'll see jay maybe they make a Maybe they call you Jay and man, they consult you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, we will have to wait and see because there's still several years before we'll ever see this game. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's close things out with uh, Machi. You wanted to talk about the Annapurna showcase? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just brought it up because I knew you guys were fans of Annapurna, but the one thing. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of great games that are announced at, at this little showcase, and I thought it was entertaining, um, more or less. I, I saw David Jaffe's stream as, as he was watching it. Um, but the biggest game out of that entire lineup that definitely caught my eye was The Lost Wild, which is a oh, seems like a horror survival dinosaur game, and it looks freaking amazing. I this this thing like it, I, I don't know what it is man but like, we we talked about pirates games how there's like there's not enough of that um we talked about the cowboy game obviously Red Dead Redemption two but like for me like I can't get enough of seeing dinosaur games um even though I even haven't dipped my foot too much into them I just get really excited seeing dinosaurs I don't know why I think it's just a kid in me but <laughs> um I used to play a bunch of Jurassic Park I think there's one like Jurassic Park fighting game that was just, like all dinosaurs and, like it was what? super cool. Yeah, I was like on a PlayStation One. Yeah, you just literally just picked out dinosaurs like in a, like a regular fighting screen, and then like you choose a, you know the T Rex, you choose Triceratops, and it'll just duke it out like in a cage. It was super fun. Um, That's hilarious. It kind of reminded me of uh, War. Uh, it was a War of the Monsters, I think it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean overall, I just think dinosaur, a dinosaur game is just like super cool aesthetics, and like they can do like a really good job of of implementing how wild these things can be, and from this game that Annapurna showed off, um, they said they're gonna have them, you know, actually act like animals, like so, like kind of the way that they do in Horizon, how they kind of have like their own little animations and their own little ways of how they track you and stuff like that. That's how I'm imagining how this game is gonna be too. Um, 
but yeah, overall more dinosaur games, so I'm excited. <laughs> I still want to play Jurassic Park Evolution 2, and uh, what was the other one that just came out? There's another like dinosaur MMO that just came out. Um, the Exo Primal? No, no, I mean, Exo Primal, yeah, I definitely want to play that, because that gameplay looks incredible. Uh, it looked really chaotic and fun, but it, there's the other. There's another dinosaur game that literally just came out. It's like a dinosaur MMO or survival MMO. Um, Ark? No, no, it's not Ark. It's it's something. I don't know. I forgot the name. I have a wish listed on my PlayStation Store, but it, it literally just came out. It just shadow dropped. So and it's in beta right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I, did you guys see any of the announcements from this thing? Because there's a couple of really great stuff. I know that. Uh, uh, the guys, the game that you guys played, Solar Ash, is coming to, to Xbox and a couple it other is, things. Yeah. I'm glad that game deserves more people to, uh, to play it. Yeah, the Pathless yeah, Two is coming as well. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but yeah, I saw some, yeah. some, uh, some things on Twitter, uh, like those uh, little announcements of those games coming to other platforms and stuff like that. Um, I saw the uh, Watam uh, developer, or whatever they're making, like a new game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, besides that, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really see anything too much. Yeah, the one I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, I mean, they all, they're very unique. They're all very interesting. They're all very like. It, it doesn't feel like they all came from the same developer. Uh, yeah. Or same publisher. Uh, the one that really caught my eye. What was it? Forever ago, I think it was. Um, you play as this old man that's like traveling the country, and you're like taking pictures, uh, like around the whole place. You're like thinking about your life, and it's like about family. Like it looks a very like a very it's gonna be like a very emotional emotional ride. Uh, who was that one? Uh, Third Shift, I think. I think they're a German studio. Uh, Forever ago, Outer Wilds is getting an update. I haven't played it, so I guess I'll play it after the update. <laughs> Um, they they did a lot of like quick ones, a lot of quick ones. There was one that looked insane, like bananas. Like what was going on? There was so many colors. There was so much going on. It was like a turn based uh, boyfriend fighter. Uh, like a like you were fighting your exes, like a Scott Pilgrim kind of thing. Uh, Thirsty Suitors was the name. Did you catch that one, Macho? I think so. That's is that the one that kind of looks like a fighting game? Yeah, because it's like I think it revolves around like I think southeast southeast Asian or Indian uh like culture. Yeah, I think uh, I saw that one. Uh, it looks insane. Like the the fights look bananas, and it is like you come, go back to a, a town, uh, and you need to like face your past, and you need to fight all your exes. And every time you beat an ex, you, instead of beating them, you just, like, there's reconciliation with, with them. And you can decide to be with them or just keep them as a friend. And it's a very insane game. Like, it, it just looks crazy. Uh, I'm interested in that one. But everything else, hindsight looked good. That was the... It showed the woman, like, looking out, uh, like, out the like the glass and the glass turned into like a memory and then you went into the memory and then you saw her as a child looking at her mom and then she's like in her old home where like you you go back to the past and revisit memories 
there was a lot of artsy stuff in Annapurna as a showcase. <laughs> there was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, there was. There was one that like reminded me of Flow and everything else. Like you oh, know, Flock? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> even he, even though the, <laughs> it's weird. going to sound the same too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even 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 though like I definitely will not be playing those games, I can appreciate at least that Annapurna is like. They they're really sure. they're really like one of the best publishers I feel like in in the industry. Even I don't play like a lot of their games either, but like a lot of stuff they do push out is really interesting, really different stuff and great indie stuff over overall. Um, so I just want to give them their flowers because that showcase, even if everything in there wasn't like you know blew me away, there was a couple of stuff I was like, oh that definitely looks fun. I want to play that. That looks good. Um, obviously like. Uh, the Cult of the Lambs, one of the ones I've been uh, talking about for a while, and the one I just yeah. showed you guys about the dinosaur game, The Lost Wild, or whatever it's called. And the then Lost obviously Wild. I want to play Solar Ash and you know, a couple other stuff too. So it's so like I, I guess I just want to give Anna Pryor their, their flowers here because even Stray is like a big hit for them too. Where like that also got a war on Steam, it was like top of the charts there. So yeah, yeah, yes sir. Yeah, um, they are without like without question, and I still need to play Outer Wilds because everyone Insane. says that that's like one of the best games ever made. Um, but yeah, they're without doubt like one of my favorite develop or publishers uh, in the industry uh, right now. Um, but yeah, man, that is that is it for uh, our topics this week, um, episode seventy one. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get started with these outros and uh, get everyone out of here. Uh, before we do, I want to remind everyone to go ahead and like the podcast, share it out, uh, and uh, continue subscribing. Really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Macho, you got anything going on this week? Absolutely nothing. I'm excited for it. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Today is gonna be full on live alive in Final Fantasy 14, which it's. Much needed after a long week at work. Um, just looking forward to just to dive into game. I don't care if the sun's out. I don't care if it's nice and hot out. Um, I, I did my social time last weekend, so I, I deserve a nice stay in at home this weekend. I'm excited to <laughs> indulge in my RPG. So that's just me, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Walt, what about you, man? What's going on? What's going on? Well, next uh, uh, next Friday, I graduate with my bachelor's. Yeah, oh, I'll, be, I'll be attending that that graduation and and, and getting my getting my diploma and, and becoming a big boy. You know, <laughs> it, it's about damn time, man. Um, aside from that, man, I mean, more life alive, more control, and macho. Real quick question: What's mm-hmm. your most most anticipated thing from SDCC from the Marvel lineup from the roadmap? Uh, I mean, excluding Black Panther, Wakanda yeah. Forever. Um, I don't know. They they announced like a couple of really good stuff in there. Uh, I don't know. What what's what's your answer? Let me let me actually take a look at the chart because they announced so much. I mean, probably for me, it's just the the setup for Kang's Dynasty, like the 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 fact that we're finally getting a uh, like a, a movie that possibly is gonna make Endgame look small. That's what they're aiming at. Because <laughs> right. uh, after Kang Dynasty is Secret Wars. So Secret Wars would be like the ultimate hype for me. Because uh, that's like a multiverse war. So, Right, yeah, yeah. Um, looking at the lineup now, actually, 
Yeah, no, Secret Secret Wars is definitely, I was like, oh, okay, they're going big, big. Yeah. Um, but I was, I'm not really surprised at Thunderbolts. I knew they were going to do that. Um, I'm interested to see who's the lineup in there, but I have a couple of inklings who's it going to be. But the biggest one now that actually I'm seeing that I'm like really excited to see, and I saw even saw, I saw some leak footage too, um, was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes, sir. The last one. Yeah, that one. That one's going to be really, really. That one I feel like it's going to be like a, a great Phase 5 movie. Um, Absolutely. And and cap to James Gunn's trilogy for the Guardians movies. And I, I loved all of them. So the fact that, you know, this one's really going to be like an end cap to like these Guardians. is it's It's really sad and also kind of like it feels right at the same time because, you know, I feel like we can move on from these characters. And uh, seeing that leak footage, I was like, oh, man, yeah, they're definitely setting up for these characters to, like, and you know. And they introduced um, Adam Warlock. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's going to be really cool to see, you know, what they do with that. And I can't wait to see that actual first trailer without any like, blurry-ass footage. So, um, but, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, for sure. All right. Love it. Uh, yeah, man. But gonna be looking i i'm gonna continue with falcon winter soldier catch up on the shows i want to watch him uh keep on my star wars marathon uh yeah man you're, you're uh, gonna like falcon winter soldier man it's a good one it's so a, far has some good I'm surprises yeah. i'm pretty hyped I, I, uh episode three ended with dora milaje looking for for bucky and i'm i'm pumped i'm pumped man oh yeah episode four is a really good one man that oh I can't yeah, wait. The, the end of that one is pretty pretty freaking cool I really hate John Walker. I do not like that. I, I do not like him. Like oh, well. Prepare to ha- hate him even more. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, <man. laughs> what about you, Jay? What would you what you doing? What you got planned? Um, Probably uh, more Stray and Horizon because I've been playing a little bit more Horizon. Um, aside from that, uh, not too much, honestly. Uh, Macho, I was looking at Infamous uh, 2 yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> again. You, you, you want to you row that boat? <laughs> um, I really wish that they could just let me purchase that separately, <laughs> man. <laughs> but they won't let me. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Because uh, really, aside from Roller Drome that comes out later in August, there's yeah. like nothing on oh, the that's horizon. True. That's, that's uh-huh. coming out. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the, the quick thing was that PS Plus, all the Yakuza games are coming, and then Tony R. Pro yeah. Skater wanted... <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't feel like dumping 50 or 60 hours on those. I'm good. All the Yakuza Dude, stuff? Yeah. Like a Dragon uh, was so good. Yeah, I'm good. After, after playing... Cyberpunk for 100 hours, uh, uh, Divinity for 100 hours, and Elden Ring for 100 hours. Like, I'm I'm, I'm good, man. Yeah, That's another 100 that. hours. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. That's why Live Alive is such a great game I'm playing right now because it's not a 150-hour beast that is Xenoblade. Yeah. So. Damn, that's true. Oh, that's, that's what's waiting for us. Oh, no. Exactly, yeah. I know. Freaking Nintendo, man. They don't ship their games before the release date, so... Did you get that special... <laughs> Did you get the... <laughs> the special Whoa. edition? What? Are you okay? Did you get, this... Did you get the special edition? <laughs> what are you referring to, you weirdo? <laughs> the, the Xenoblade special edition? <laughs> 
Yes, I did. I got oh, okay. a special edition. Yes. <laughs> but of course, oh. Nintendo wants to be Nintendo, and they, for some reason, they didn't ship it out before the actual release day. They ship it on the release day because they're Nintendo. So I, I'll be getting my copy on Monday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, you so thankfully, the, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't have to see people post and shit like that. Oh, oh okay. Great, you're right. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> That's my laugh. I, I swear, Walt like, has his own insider joke with himself. So <laughs> Seriously. Do you ever feel like that sometimes? Yes, 100%. And then hey, he, doesn't man, tell us, he doesn't tell us what, what the inside joke is. Yeah. I gotta survive, man, on my own. Sometimes I gotta make my own stuff laugh. <laughs> Alright, yeah. You've been doing that a lot lately, man. Yeah, you um, little freak. But... Yeah, you nerd! Get the hell out of here, nerd! <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Uh, Machu, did you ever find in, in Horizon a, like, literally a Easter egg to, uh, King Arthur? Like, a, a sword and a stone? I did not, no. I wow, was literally just, ex- just literally <laughs> just exploring, and, like, there's a random sword in a giant, like, boulder here. And Aloy, like, she, she t- like, says to herself, um... Oh, there's a sword in a, in a stone. It reminds me of an old like story that I read in a data point. Too bad I can't pull it out. That's crazy. I did not see right. that. That's pretty right. awesome. Yeah, I just I just took a picture of it. It's pretty cool. That's what great. I, she is. She I mean, I I love the Horizon had that stuff because Elden Ring it didn't. I mean, never mind. Were you gonna say so? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the man who didn't read. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Guys, we will catch you next week on another episode of the DualShock and Sense podcast. Until then.